get to it right away. Look at me, my Leo curiosity. <laughs> so you're you're big into astro into, what is it? Astrology. 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 Hmm. Wait, are we live right now? We just started. Okay. <laughs> we just started. <laughs> hey, we live right now? We just, facts. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. Get a close up. Get <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my mic is extremely hot. My bad. My bad, gang. But I'm ready. Um, Typically, I start with, uh, well, first of all, I wanted the conversation to just start. I know once I play this record, I'm going I'm to get a laugh out of you. So oh, we'll see God. what happens. We just going to let it rock for a little bit. This my shit. Welcome to it. Hey, I feel like it's only right. That's funny. And you know why it's funny? Because I've been doing a lot of Sierra-inspired shit lately. Oh, man. Like, and I know you peeped that. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, hey, this record is great. I'm a, I got a different every other week. Welcome to episode 54 of the ODP. Welcome to a gang. OD Pod. I am your host, Terrell, ASAP Relly, Chatterbox, Relly Graham, whatever you may know me as. Caprice is in the building. Caprice is behind the camera as always. And to my left, I don't believe I told anybody that this was coming. So I'm excited to, to have it in the flesh now. We said that this was going to happen and now we have it ready to happen. Miss Vonnie is in the building. That's what I know her as. I know her as Vonnie. Miss Vonetta is in the building. Hi, guys. V, how we feeling? How we feeling? High off life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's only one way to be. It's Blessed. only one way to be, and that's high off life. Blessed and highly favored. Talk about it. For sure. Um, Talk about it. You said blessed and highly favored. Just, uh -oh. a, just a lot of... Make sure you talk into the microphone. Just a lot of things I've impacted my new i feel like i'm just in a new transition of life and it's just really is there <laughs> so it's you know what's funny i started with this record and i feel like it's gonna be a whole lot of uh twitter like like viral tweets and like things that people have just made norms in in everyday conversation so i guess we could definitely say if we look at your life it's giving isn't that what isn't that what the ladies say now? It's giving. Isn't that what I'm I don't know. It's giving healed girl energy. Like <laughs> this is strict this is everything that I've done now is strictly from healing. Hmm. Healing hurts, doesn't it? It's it's beautiful though. Once you get on the other end of it? Yeah. We gonna you talk gotta about it. you gotta face all sides of it. Hmm. Speaking of facing all sides of it, once again, welcome to the pod. Welcome to the O D podcast. I am your host. ASAP really, as mentioned before, Vani and Caprice is in the building with me. Uh, I just started with So What um, because we're going to get, at, first of all, I think this pod, first of all, I like this pod. First of all, I'm biased, but I like this pod because we, this is an opportunity for me to quote unquote, let my hair down and, and introduce people to people in my life and people that I interact with and people that I talk to kind of on the daily. So this is a, an exciting conversation for me for a couple of different reasons, but uh, I'm not going to get yelled at first. And I didn't hear the record, or I didn't hear the album, I should say. So I'm just going to turn the floor over right now and let y'all get it out the way. Um, Beyonce's new album dropped. I didn't hear it. So am I... 
You need to. Oh, okay. See. Okay. I was gonna ask if I was given a pass, so I guess that answer is no. But y'all heard it, right? Yes. All right. So cool. Actually, Caprice, I'm gonna actually throw you the mic for a little bit because I know you have. Well, first of all, you have some sort of a breakdown because I don't have any of a break, any part of a breakdown, any kind of breakdown, considering the fact that I didn't hear it. Um, Bonnie, you want to start first? You heard it? Um, I mean, like, I love it. Uh, it's the new era. You got Drake doing house. You got Beyonce doing house. You got Frank Ocean about to drop a house album. House is not nothing new. It's just our new era of what we're about to be stepping into because if you think about it, we only the only I feel like the only like we listen to the same R&B classical music like same West Coast artists East Coast artists and I just feel like that that's a wrap like we, it's always going to be there it's forever history it's forever the culture but we got something new now we got newer cultures newer eras about to this is what they get to grow up listening to mm-hmm. powerful messages from Beyonce herself Drake Drake's album was more dancey and more personal from where he comes from with his life to me with what he with what he talks about but Beyonce you have uh break my soul right or what was is that what it's called yes yes so I love in those moments of her releasing that song I was going through that phase I had to release my job you Mm. have to get rid of the shit that doesn't no longer resonates with you you have to make room for the new that we're coming into the newer eras so if you listen to that album church girl uh i'm not girl like those are moods like you can embody that energy that mindset that gives you another if you're a creative too you can bounce off of that those lyrics that's how i can create that's my energy i'm not girl because i am that bitch period point blank but that's that's just my intake on it you know what i mean uh let me look at this track i'm gonna throw some questions around eventually well, I agree. I thought it was great. Um, I didn't listen to every song yet, but from what I listened to, just really dope. And I think you even said it earlier, a good transition into what's popular now, the new age music and songs. And, like, you see she kind of hopped on that wave and just did it, like, flawlessly. So, I mean. But have you ever realized, too, like, they're all in the same industry. So I think it was all, it wasn't plotted, mm-hmm. but it was definitely been spoken about. Mm-hmm. If they have this much impact on our lives, they're going to create the shift as well. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, it does. Um, it, it does. I guess my interesting part, my, I guess my question about it is, how do we know for a fact, who else? Now, first of all, the Frank Ocean thing is news to me, first uh-huh. of all. So that's, shout he, out to you. He announced it uh, two days ago. Oh, so good to know. He's coming up with a house album. Uh, oh. that's, so that's what she just said. So, mm-hmm. Those three, first, albeit they're big acts, who else is doing house music? Kate or, or, Trinata, you gotta. Is that Kate Trinata needs to be given his flowers? Very, very he true. He was doing house for a long time, but that's just that's all about saying that's that his dope. alley, right? Which is what I was about to ask. That's kind of that's right down his lane, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess wh- where I kind of want to ask, and I'm not trying to pin you guys to a wall, but I am kind of interested to know. Um, when did that switch happen? Like, who made that switch happen? Because if if that's what we're saying uh, is the sound now, is it because those three biggest artists, three of the biggest artists, okay. are headed in that direction? I can see Drake 
starting the conversation because he has so much backlash on that album. The people are so stuck in whatever version of Drake that they want to be stuck in. They can't accept that he switched over into a new era of music. That album is for the elevated people. If you and that's just my personal opinion, I don't care no, who gets offended. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you are elevating, I heard it and didn't think it was that bad. It, I loved it, but I don't appreciate Twitter coming for him 25 8 <laughs> and saying this and that about that. I'm like, y'all didn't even really listen to it because now y'all fuck with it. Liability, uh, massive, fucking uh, Sticky has made his rounds on everything. To be honest with you, I, I like I said before, I oh, I actually got away from even discussing this on this on this platform. Um, I'll be honest when I when I, when the Drake album came out, I think you have to be honest with yourself as a fan to begin with, and you got to know what you're going in expecting. And there are some fans that be like, oh, I'm not going in expecting anything, and it's not what they right. expected. They did that to the weekend too. Absolutely, the weekend is a perfect example of artists' growth. Like we get, to, he he tells us a story. You mentioned Neo earlier, Caprice. You you mentioned somebody else that you can tell is growing up through his music. And what's what's so interesting is I, I try to pride myself on being one of those fans that's going to be honest, right? That's going to be honest in the sense of, okay, yeah, I wasn't ready for this. I, I wasn't ready to hear this. And I cut on Drake's album, and when it first came out, I think I cut it on that same night, and the intro went, came and went, and I was like, Drake is known for the intro. So once it didn't hit the way it's supposed to, I was like, okay. I didn't realize that the second record had started. Like, I'm into this record already. I cut it off. I said, it's not that it's a bad album, I'm not in in the in the in the headspace to hear this. Like this is gonna go you left to, for me. You have to appreciate. This is gonna go left for me. Yeah. So you know, similar to actually a lot of actually, you both of you guys in this room know one actually was on the way. Um, I had a Mexico trip planned. I was gonna give that album a try in Mexico. That album would have worked in Mexico. <laughs> I know it would have worked in Mexico. So be, when my Mexico when my uh, excuse me when my Mexico trip got canceled. I realized, okay, cool. This is not the time that I'd even need to hear this right now. So I ended up going back later on down the line. And I, I don't know if it was raining sometime in Vegas and it was super late. And I was driving on the freeway and I was like, you know what? This is the time. Let me cut it <laughs> on and see what happens. And the album wasn't bad. There were, there were definitely some records that I will never go back to. But the album wasn't, like you said, what, what Twitter made it. So I, I do think it's interesting because I think a lot of people, what we're going to get from this, people don't want to talk about it. We're going to get a lot of bad house music from this. I don't think so. I think a lot of people are going to try this that shouldn't. Um, <laughs> If they want to copy and just not be themselves, it, that's what's going to make it bad. But it's about it's about their intention and why they're making it. What was your inspiration or what? To keep up with the Joneses. Why did you do that, you know? To keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> that's definitely the goal. Um, you know what album I couldn't give a chance to yet? Or I'm not ready to listen to? Uh, The Brent Fayez. Brent, how do you say his name? Is it Fayez? Fayez or whatever it is. I thought it was Fayez. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I respect him, of course. But <laughs> I definitely cannot listen to that album yet. Can you tell me why? It just sounds so dark. <laughs> I don't know. Like he he gets a lot of that toxic trait. I don't see him as toxic. Mm-hmm. I actually love his music. Uh, I like. Don't he, wait, when, wait, when wait, he, wait. Like you might be you might be stumbling onto something. Caprice, you <laughs> you actually went with me to uh to one of these festivals. I don't remember which festival it was, and you saw a future. And what's so interesting is. 
every like every toxic future bar that I just couldn't wait to see her face react to, she rapped louder than anybody there <laughs> in, in the in the in the audience. Women love toxic music more than men. But, I'm ready to say it. But Future don't even want to be toxic no more. He, Not anymore. He said that. But you see how that's that main character trait that they have to... That was their image for what got them here is toxicity. Yeah. They don't have to follow that no more. They can come out of that. But you're going to piss a lot of fans off later on because that's what they're that's what they want but that's right. you being stuck in that mindset of you wanting to listen to that music hmm <laughs> you want to be toxic so what you what you feed your what you feed your ears you embody as well i, I what's so interesting i think we were actually you were actually in the room when we figured it out as a unit uh meaning some of the people that were on the pod um yeah future's birthday is a day after mine mm. That Scorpio shit. I don't know what that means. Like I don't know if that helps. <laughs> I don't know if that helps matters any. I don't know if that actually hurts matters. But nevertheless, probably uh, not. It doesn't help matters. Oh, it doesn't like. I don't think it affects you. I, no, I would hope not. <laughs> I would hope not. Well, I mean, like, what do you? It, it, it may affect people's views on me, but that's. Uh, I highly doubt it. It's uncomparable. I'd hope to so. people. I'd hope so. But two different. Uh... Two different everything. <laughs> <laughs> Two different Scorpios. <laughs> Two different Scorpios for damn sure. Um, anyway, uh, first of all, did you guys... Damn. i seen this actually going around. Did you guys hear, or see rather, or hear, I guess I could say, uh, that Beyonce sampled Khalees and did I heard okay. about that, and Khalees made a video on uh, The Shade Room about <laughs> her not getting respected by Pharrell and how people steal ideas but it's like I've seen some other opinions on it about Beyonce probably wanted to surprise her with that and that's why she didn't reach out to her but I mean like at the end of the day I kind of agree with Khalees because I want my credit like let me know that like show me my respect like that's my work that's what I came up with why are you not giving me my credit I'm going to ruffle a lot of feathers today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ruffle a lot of feathers today. Um, Nah, I I feel you. If I'm Khalees, I, you got me fucked up. Like, how dare you sample some shit of mine that is mine? Like, you get what I'm saying? Um, In the music industry, first of all, one of two things could happen. I'm, I'll tell you what the first thing that went through my mind was. Maybe Khalees doesn't own this record. Mm. What? And then respectfully, what was the sample? That's what, and I didn't, I didn't hear the record. I didn't hear. I, I was looking for it too. I maybe I'm not. If Khalees is going off about it, I'm sure she has to have said it. Like it's in this record. I hope she, I hope she has. Can we, can, can we look it up, Caprice? Thank you. And then if you find it, then I, I'm not playing any of that Beyonce new album. <laughs> they're not taking, they're not taking this pod down. They're not taking this one down. Oh my god, but the beehive. Fact. I'm not. You not. <laughs> nope. I'm good. You're not gonna chew me up. Ooh, um, they be on it. I'm not saying candy man. These bees not finna pop up. They, so they be on it. They do not play. Anytime you even type her name and it's just they're they're just there. They're worse than the barb. <laughs> no, 100. percent So okay, so here's the here here's the first thing that went through my mind. You don't own that record, and then respectfully, I don't have to talk to you about anything. Like all I have to do is go to the person who owns the record. It's Renaissance is the album, isn't it? Or is there is there a record on there? There, there, okay. there is a song on there called Renaissance. Yeah. Okay, so that might be it. Let me pull. I'll, I'll, I'll confirm. Okay, so Caprice is still looking that up. Um, so that's the first thing with my mind. Now, 
yes, I understand why. Yes, you want your credit, especially on a Beyonce album, right? I'm gonna be a typical hip hop fan, and I don't know this to be true, but this could just be me throwing stuff and trying to spark a fire. Khalees historically has ties to Nas. Okay. We all know about Jay and Nas. I do not. You don't know about Jay and Nas's beef? No. No. Wow. Um, historic all-time beef. Like. Yeah, you're teaching me right now. Yeah, so I, historic, I really don't know about historic that. all-time beef to the point to where they've squashed it publicly, uh-huh. and it's still to the point where people feel like Jay Z is still petty enough to where every time Nas is dropping, Jay drops. <laughs> like Jay drops something to the point to where he's even dropped. I think Love Is Everything dropped on on a Nas date, and it's just like, damn, bro, you ain't never really gonna let Nas get like a date to breathe ever. And people have just always said that that's just kind of like the thing that makes Jay tick, right? Mm-hmm. That competitive thing. We squashed it, but you know we're going to do this forever. Like, you know this. So I, why would I not think that that extends to, to their significant others, past mm-hmm. or present? Energy. The record is energy. Sample something on there. I don't know what part of the story. Right. You know I work for sampling. Right. Somebody, it could be the smallest part. It could be the biggest part. We wouldn't know. Well, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard it. I don't know if they were being petty. Somebody on Twitter said it was like the last six seconds of the song. It's I don't give a damn what it is. It, no, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the record. It's oh mine. Oh, my That's gosh. What I'm saying. I don't know how, what part of the song, you know, if it's long or what it, what it is. But, you know. Well, I can definitely see that perspective. I, yeah, I understand her, yeah. you know, feeling like she was left out. I mean. But if I'm Beyonce, do you understand why I'm not giving somebody that was that closely tied to Nas a credit on my album? Well, see, I didn't know that, but you also got to think Beyonce gives everybody their credit. Like, if you mm. go on, if you go on her website, she always be telling people happy birthday. True. And she be... I just she, say, mm, because Beyonce if she pays doesn't... Her, she pays her respects. My only thing is, if she doesn't, how would we know? Like, that's my only mm, thing. Like, okay. that's that's the only thing that I'm saying in the, in the music industry. And again, I'm throwing something at a wall. Like, I'm, I don't know whether she did it or not. I, I feel Khalees. If I don't give a damn, if, like I just said, if it's six seconds or less, that's like a vine, bro. That's mine. Like, that's <laughs> I don't care what that is. Like, if she sampled it without her consent, does that mean so Khalees don't own it? It depends. That's what I'm saying. It depends. Because if Khalees doesn't own that record, your beef isn't with Beyonce, bro. Your beef is with, with the, the people record. who own that record. Yeah, Either your record label or whether whether Pharrell is the person who owns the record or whether Pharrell is the person that yeah, is heard... actually the producer on the record that mixed it in. Not everybody catching strays. I don't know why she's mad, but it, she it depends on how Pharrell. that sample fell. She's mad with Pharrell. It's, can we figure out if, uh, who produced Energy? Let's figure out who produced Energy. If Pharrell, Pharrell produced that. Energy, that could be a reason why he's catching well, she's, some let me heat. Go, let me hold on. Before I do that, let me go because she said something about Pharrell. You better read the exact quote. She said like it was a direct hit to her. Yeah. Um, so she was saying that it's like it's like petty between them two or something like that. I don't know. I just <laughs> sitting on the shade room. I try not to be tapped into yeah, right? celebrity drama, but it was just interesting to view. I try to tap into a decent en- enough for the pot. Oh, like enough to make you. it oh, compelling yeah. to talk to people about. Oh no, that is a conversation because we don't we're not in that life right so we could talk about that <laughs> exactly right we could all we, we could have, have our opinions everywhere see and i know i wasn't tripping my damn yeah, mic is extremely hot she specifically mentioned uh pharrell saying that this is a direct direct hit at me 
She said of her former collaborator, let's see, doo, 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 whom she alleged holds writing credits on many of their collaborative works, despite not con- oh, contributing lyrics. Okay. Okay, he does That's this stuff. That's not funny. I'm sorry. He does this stuff all the time. It's very petty. So it sounds like she already has beef with him. And okay. She said not only is her beef with Beyonce, because she said, she, so she's still saying, like, she got beef with Because you know what it is, yeah. In the situation. But yeah, plain and simple, I mean, you could have reached out. I feel like in the music industry, in, in an instance like that, personally, I don't know much about how shit works, but I feel like it's disrespect. Yeah, I mean, some so things are it's just... just disrespect. You could have called, you could have sent an email, you could have... It's common courtesy. Right. Respectfully to the situation, now that I hear that, she said that... It, Pharrell owns writing credits on half of the records that I'm assuming her and Pharrell have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Many of their, yeah. That's what I thought. So Khalees and Pharrell, their records. What it sounds like is exactly what it is. Like they're both, yes, they both have writing credits on an, on a record. That sounds a lot like Pharrell owns that record. Mm. No, yes. That's Pharrell's record to do what he wants. Like, it's Pharrell's, I guess, business choice to be like, yo, I'm giving this record to be, especially knowing the history and everything else. But he does not have to. Mm-hmm. Remember this argument that we had about um, about Khaled and We The Best? Ace Hood was the face of whatever he was doing. And then when he became We The Best, yeah, I didn't really have to tell you. Business-wise, it's like, nigga, it would help for you to tell me what's about to happen. But, yeah, legally, business-wise, I didn't have to do it. Relationship-wise, if I wanted to save this relationship, I could have told you. But I didn't. It sounds like one of those. Does it sound like Khalees is getting kicked around like a soccer ball right now? Absolutely. Mm. So I get her point. Like, hell no. Like, that's bullying, bro. Like, I get it. So... She's doing what she's supposed to do, draw attention to it. But if she legally doesn't own that record, I don't know what more she can do besides what she's doing now. Yeah, and it looks like she already has other beef with him because apparently she says, she alleges that she was tricked into signing contracts in a 2020 interview. Oh, in 2020 she said this. Okay, Uh, she was tricked into signing contracts that caused her not to make any money from her first two albums, 1999's Kaleidoscope and that 2001's sucks. Wonderland. Okay. I'm reading this all box, guys. Oof. I'm very tapped out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't That's know none of this disgusting. shit. I'm like, huh? That's crazy. That's like manipulation. So, yeah, clearly Oof. she's like, you already, she feels she did and manipulated with other shit that she doesn't have rights to. So she's like, now you do shit like this, you're just right. sampling. Now you're toying with me. Yeah, so mm. that's why she said it's very petty, because she feels, that's why she feels like it's a directive, because not only did I take your other shit, yeah, I'll sample this shit too. Fuck you. That's, that's how I would take it. Uh, that's exactly what it is. You know what I'm gonna say also? <laughs> what, what also is? Uh, people snap. So, that's all I'm gonna say. People snap. And... Not making any money on, and of course we know what we've been told, right? When it comes to situations like this, there's three sides because there's both people's sides and there's the truth. But if any of that is true, to not get paid on your first two albums, especially, don't play with me twenty years later, thirty years milk, later, especially milkshake, d- fam, don't play with me in twenty years Oof, later. I'm not. In that's the brutal. She was told there was going to be a split, a thirty, a thirty-three split. So 
33 three ways. Uh, but that didn't happen, obviously, because she says she don't have no, she can't make money from it. Um, their argument was, well, you signed it. She's like, yeah, I signed what I was told, and I was too young and too stupid to double check it. So it sounds sound everybody like has every signed other a bad story. deal. Predatory music industry people. They you you probably have money in that moment. They give you you know here's here's a little check here's some cash here's whatever you know we we got you a house or right. you know something well, to keep you look what you got. That's something. the thing though. Like exactly. you, if they are if these artists know that they're coming into that, why are they not doing their research? Like I feel like now they are. I feel like yeah. now they're well. I Back with Kalisa. Like I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying it's a lot of more resources now, and you can, you know, we you Google, you know, what what's this in the contract? What's this? I feel like back in the day, it was all it was already predatory, and things weren't as accessible. Like if you didn't have a lawyer, you're fucked. At least you can literally go on Reddit and find a lawyer to give you advice if you're that down. Like mm-hmm. that's how far we've come. Like you can Google, go on Twitter, whatever. So I feel like more people are doing that now than they were back then. But I feel like there are still people who are getting too excited and just, you know, signing the contract and not reading it. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely feel like people are using the resources now to at least read their shit or make sure it's right before they get screwed out of some shit. Oh, but yeah. the, at the end of the day, if a person is desperate, that shit takes over. So mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate because they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's manipulation. They know what they're doing. They know who they find. So sometimes people... I mean, man, it's rough when you people really don't know. Like, what if people don't know where their next meal is gonna come from? Sometimes, so if you're right. promising, like, dang, I could put my mom in a house. I could, when I that, like people get tunnel vision. When I was young, like, I got a credit card and like maxed it out. Like, you told me <laughs> I had seven thousand dollars to spend at eighteen. I was like, what? Like, um, this is crazy. So I can only imagine still being nineteen, twenty, even twenty one. Like, you you know, young twenties and getting sucked into a deal that you thought, oh, like, I, I didn't know, like, that meant this or this meant that. So it's unfortunate. That's why, yeah, you got to, we got to know what's up, though. You got to be ready to put up that block or put up that gate and be like, no, I'm going to go take this to a lawyer. I'm going to take this to an attorney. Right. Somebody's going to review this. But, yeah, it's unfortunate to the ones that it's still happening to. That's all I can say. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like moving to Vegas for me was like, I'm not, uh, I don't know if culture shock is the right... I don't know if culture is the right word. It was definitely a shock. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was culture, but, like, you you have to just... And this is what's so dope about traveling and just moving, right, in general, because I encourage everybody to move from their original place of... Like, move from your hometown. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying you can't go back, <laughs> but... Move away from your hometown and just figure out what other cities are about and what they're built on. And I found out pretty quickly here in Vegas. I was like, oh, okay. First thing that came to mind when I moved to Vegas, I said, especially where I'm coming from, the gangsters wear suits. So that's first of all. I learned that in Vegas quickly. And I was like, okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. And I looked around some more and I said, oh, everything moves on money. Okay, cool. I found out in my first couple of months here, and I said, I th- I'm pretty sure I know how to maneuver through Vegas now. You've grown up here in Vegas. How quickly, first of all, am I right? And second of all, how quickly did you kind of catch on to something like that? Um, I've born and raised here. So how I grew up is not how everybody else has. And I haven't experienced a lot of life 
things that are, that people have gone through, like gangsters. That's never been around me. Drugs never been around me. So I, my life has been pretty pure. <laughs> uh, when I say I'm yeah. a child of God, I really am a child of God. <laughs> I am too. Don't do so that. So most of my rebellious things comes from when I, I, I was controlled my whole life. Couldn't do this, couldn't do that. So you have a Gemini child. Oh, wait, 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 whoa, pause. Wait, do that again. Say that again. I'm a Gemini. So, I'm room didn't burst so you, oh, wow. So you think <laughs> I'm just not going to, at the end of the day, I always do what I want. <laughs> so That's I, why Geminis are terrifying. <laughs> whatever, bro. Oh, <laughs> I do what I want to, I'm not that. But. <laughs> yeah, you a Sag. I just, I've just always lived for me. Like, I didn't really care for whatever goes on outside of my, Whatever, whatever the outside, I I don't care. So I really don't know how. I just learned what eighty sixth meant. Like they take you eight feet out and bury you six feet under. I didn't fucking know that. How would I know that? That has never been my focus. <laughs> I don't really know. Did they... y'all used to say eighty sixth at the dispensary? Like when something was out? No, they say that when you get you when you're removed. Like, when you're removed, like you can't come. You're eighty no from the premises. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple different things to you because because I worked in uh, food and whenever something was like out and we didn't have anymore, it was, it was eighty six. Oh, so style. another thing about Vegas, I didn't know like the mafia. I didn't believe in mafia style things. I just mm-hmm. I just thought that was like some East Coast shit. No, so uh, I'm telling you, my brain wasn't. I've I'm telling you, it's just been me. I don't really. I can't tell you how how shit moves around here because I've been a, a loner my whole life, low-key. So, I just know a lot of people. Okay, that's good. That's a blessing. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just protected. <laughs> I was just about to say your love, so that's a good thing, yeah. first of all. But, obviously, I, I say it all the time, our parents, uh, especially talking about my parents, especially, um, my parents are my best friends, right? I talk to them about everything, and we have real conversations. We have conversations that hurt certain, certain, certain times. Pardon, but... I always ended, and I even say it publicly, my parents weren't perfect by a long shot, but they didn't do it wrong. And one of the things that I think I, I've, I've realized in growing up is you're going to have to have those uncomfortable conversations with your parents certain times and tell them certain things like, hey, I know you may not remember this, but this did occur. Like, I'm, I'm telling you it did because I can't forget it. Um that is a part of obviously healing, and that's what's so funny to me because a lot of people didn't like Kendrick's album right off rip. And that's why we were just discussing Beyonce's album right away. And I'm happy. I'm, I like the way that y'all did it because y'all touched on it without delving too deep because it's fresh, right? It's new. It's a, it's a new album. And I'm happy that you said you got to live with it more because you, you may not feel the same about it later on. And when I heard Kendrick's album, I didn't want to talk to nobody about it. I was like, because I feel like if you properly digest this album, he's asking you to sit with yourself. Mm-hmm. So there shouldn't really be a discussion about how we feel about the album because he don't really want us to discuss it. Like, that's the point I haven't it. even listened to that album. I just I This just, is interesting, too, because it's about healing. So this we're, we're getting mm-hmm. into that. So is there a reason why you haven't listened to it yet? It's probably not time for me to. That's what I was going to say. Because there are certain albums I will hold off on when I'm ready to listen. Just like you said earlier, when I'm ready is when I'm ready. Right. And that's just an album that I feel like I need to be on the beach or something when I'm having a reset. Listening That's interesting. Because I, I, I probably had the exact opposite. I listened to that album in my living room probably 2 in the morning, like when it came out, and I just sat with it. And I didn't listen to all of it at the time because it is a double album. And I didn't listen to it I listened to it all at the time, but I, when I woke up, I went 
right back to it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have to figure out, like, I got to piece it together. Like, it's still some piecing together to do. But in, in doing that, I feel like that's why a lot of people didn't get it in the moment because they just wanted to run and, and run with their opinion. And I'm like, in order to have an opinion, you have to tell personal anecdotes. And unless you've already done some healing, you're going to have to sit with this album a little bit longer. But obviously, I want to talk about healing just as a whole. But one of the things that you did mention prior to was that you want to talk about inner child healing specifically. What does that mean to you? Started in your roots. So for me, my inner child healing started with you have I've had a really, 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 really intense growing up with people not being emotionally available for me. So you have to, you have, you have your parents who say that they, that they know their kids. My, till this day, I feel like my parents don't know me. I've never had, I've never been able to express myself. I've had to hide myself from them my whole life. This version of me right now, I'm healing the girl that had to be, that had to hide. I don't gotta hide nothing no more because I'm 20 fucking four years old. There's no reason for me to be hiding who the fuck I am. I'm a Leo rising. <laughs> I'm made to be the center of attention. I'm made to turn heads. I'm made to do what I do. You have, uh, well, my family, you got a lot of jealousy and envy in my family towards me, how they treat me. So I've always been affected internally. So I don't, I never got to, I guess I get, I get shut up. Like, you can't say this. You, I, they just hush me up. I'm not doing that no more. So I get to stand on my shit and talk my shit now because I broke that. I'm the generational curse breaker. I, that's what I was chosen to do. It's chosen shit. So my inner child healing started with where I live right now. Before I moved into my apartment, me and my mom had got into a, a fight. She watched me choke on some ribs on the 4th of July. Then, then this is some shit I don't talk about to nobody, but y'all gonna hear it today because it's my truth. Right. So my mom had watched me choke last year year. 20 21 right before i moved into my apartment and where i so in those moments like i i I just let it be and then a couple weeks later i like told my dad about it and and then all hell broke loose after the conversation i'm not gonna get into too much detail on that but just know all hell broke loose so then it got to the point where i decided i was gonna move out like i'm not dealing with this shit no more i'm not dealing with it's just, it was just toxic. It just felt the energy was just heavy too. So I decided I was going to move out and I wanted to live. I had so much money in the bank and I just wanted to live on like the Ikea side of town. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Nothing. We, yes, we have one Ikea. Every, <laughs> every apartment that I was applying for denied me, but except for the one where I grew up at, I had to start in my roots. I, so energy is timeless. I'm able to play connect the dots of every hurt version of me that lives in North Las Vegas. So I, it's all on the same perimeter. It's all in the same field of energy of where I've grew up at, schools I've been to. Uh, energy is memory. You are able to remember how you feel in those certain moments. You are able to tap into how you felt in that moment, and now you can assess You can assess why. You can question it. Why did I feel this way? What made me? What triggered that? One of the things I want to ask really quick, you mentioned hurt me. You said you can I, you can pinpoint and you can you said you can play connect the dots was the exact phrase with the hurt used around North Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. 
how did you identify hurt you? Because one thing that I've learned is that being able to identify hurt you, you have to be out of that. Hurt. You're aware of the pain that you were enduring in those moments. You, I've questioned every bad thing that has happened to me. I've questioned why do I get treated this way? Why do I have to go through the things that I've gone through so young? I don't, I don't deserve. A lot of the things that have happened to me, people talking shit, like, I, what, they have no reason to talk shit. I don't bother nobody, but I'm always a target. Uh, family, just the way I get treated. I have brothers who are more, what's the word, celebrated more than me, I could say. And I accomplish a lot of things that don't, don't, that don't even get praise, but they're, I love my brothers, but they're doing, they're, I'm not going to talk about that, but they get celebrated. I don't. So it's like, I do cool shit. I'm a, I'm an AB honor roll student. My parents didn't even take me out for my graduation dinner or nothing like that. But my brother, we got a whole ass feast at Buca de Beppo, celebrating all types of shit. But like, where's my celebrations? I don't get my flowers from my family. I don't get my, I'm proud of you. I don't get my you did this so that would hurt me why am I always looked at as less value to my family does that make sense so I've questioned the amount of emotional pain that I've gone through and then I'm dealing with, so in like high school I dealt with that my mom not taking care of me for, uh clothes I'm wearing sandals in December uh I, when I grew up I used to be really so jealousy and envy people view my life cool as fuck because of what they see on social media, even right. even when I was a kid, not a kid, but like MySpace, no, Facebook right. days. So what they don't know, though, is like I have I had major mommy issues. Like I'm jealous that you and your mom can be best friends. My mom don't want to be around me. She don't want to hang out with me. Me and my mom have grown now. She's apologized to me and. We're taking that step now to heal, but shout out to her because a lot yeah, of parents really. My can't mom, do it. she actually like that's that day before my birthday. I cried my ass off. I cried for hours. I never thought I'd ever get an apology from my mom, but I got it. But I, I prayed for it. I prayed for my family to heal because they need to heal too. I mean, like a lot of the things that they have projected onto me doesn't stem from them personally it's whatever they went through growing up and it's that's why the curse goes down i'm not doing the way the some of the things that none of the shit would ever repeat in my life there's just no way it ran into family until it ran into me yeah there's just no way i'm putting breaks on i'm the curse breaker i gotta be <laughs> but like i said when it comes to energy being timeless Every version of you exists. We have photos, right? You right. can remember, you can hear laughs, you can remember that happy smile, whatever. In a photo, you could look at that energy still exists. There's a picture of me and my dad in my living room uh, of the apartment that I live in right now in the leasing office for my brother's baby shower. That, that little girl still lives there. That energy still there, present. So you got three-year-old me right here. You got my newborn brother right here, energy. And now you got 24-year-old version of me still here. There's some... That's hard. I like stuff like that. That's so hard. I've made a wish. I've My grandma has always made me believe in God and, like, the universe and stuff. And there's a wish that I made when I was a kid. And this is, like, the era of, like, Crazy in Love, Beyonce. I'd be in front of that big-ass screen TV every day uh, dancing to Beyonce. I was a dancer when I was a kid. I, I was me 
I, that's when I was fully physically able to fully be me. Why was that? When you say fully physically able to be, you mean without a care? Yes, okay. but as a child. So that was stripped from me. What age was this? Um, This is like kindergarten, first grade, younger years. Okay. When you are learning your personality and your identity. You don't even know that, but you right. know what you like to do. I love brat dolls. I wanted, I'm a real life brat doll right now. I got a passion for fashion. <laughs> I used to have a so I wanted I wanted to be a fashion designer when I was a kid. I used to be in a lot of plays. I used to do a lot of acting. I'm a singer. Like I am the jack of all trades, but my passion is always going to be modeling. I like I've always liked my pictures being taken. I like to look good. I like to dress up. I got my makeup taken away from me. I'd get uh, all type of shit. Like they would just do petty shit to me, and that shit that's what hurts. Why are you taking my my pleasures away? Right. Um. I, I don't know. It's just, like, shit like that. So it's, like, you got to think about, like, I've been, like, CPS gets called. So, like, there's a lot of things I've gone through in life that people have no fucking idea about. But they, they'll they never know because not, it's not their business to be that deep into my journey. But, like I said, my energy is timeless. I get to tap into 16-year-old Vaughn. That's where it really started. Stay there. And that's, that's <laughs> because we're, we're actually going to get into that. But I actually, we're actually going to get into it right now. But one of the things that you just mentioned w was powerful because I wanted you to make sure that you completed that full circle and explained where you're at now yeah. and how it translates to the older you. Because when you said that, uh, I actually went on social media, I believe in February. It was February. Because uh, it was right after her birthday. And I mentioned that my great-grandma, she finally allowed for me to tell her age. And she's 104. And that's interesting to me. Because I go back to where... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I grew up there. I grew up where she's at now. And it's interesting because part of my healing, I don't think I've gotten to that point. But I've always had ties to that area. And that's an area that I've told people and I, I, I don't mind publicly or making it public now because I am eventually going to do it and I don't really care what's there because I'm buying that land regardless because my granny has been there for all of my life and since my dad has been you know what I mean uh, a 20 year old man that changes certain things for me now because as you just said before I never understood why I felt so tied to that but as you just said before, there's versions of us you have that, to, that live there. That our energy is there. So You have to dissect whatever thought you have. So me being a very detailed thinker when it comes to my energy, you think about the thoughts that you have. Why am I having these thoughts? I question everything. So, okay, if I'm thinking about this so much, what do I need to face from this thought? Right. What am I running from something? Like, what is the problem? Like, why does this? Why does this linger? So that's when you're able to tap in now. Like, okay, what was so traumatic or so deep that I have to face this right now? Hmm. So it like, won't go away for a reason. Yeah, but it, it will once you heal, talk about it. Whatever you gotta do about it, you can. This is why I say, like, whatever emotions you feel, you just gotta feel what you feel, embrace what you feel. And it will, it will, once you release, emotions get stored in our organs right. and our DNA. You got to release all yeah, that. It does. It's like a lead cause of cancer. Mm -hmm. Literally so. stress, being fucking worried. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> so that's why I gave all my worries to God. I, I can't, I can't worry because all I've done my whole life is worry. 
and that's one of the things that I actually uh, tell people all the time. Like people come to me with certain stressors, certain times, and I gotta obviously pick and choose what I take in, which is why my phone lives on Do Not Disturb. But um, I tell people all the time, feel what you feel. Like allow yourself to feel what you feel in the moment. Mm-hmm. But I always second that up with you determine how much of your day that you that, are that, in that, control, that gives you, or, that, or that you give it rather. People don't realize how much power they have within themselves. They have all of it. And they don't realize that, though. Some people can't even pinpoint their own power. Now, that's a separate conversation. I'm just saying. Cause now, that's not. Now, you're trying to. It, no, it's the power of controlling your emotions. No, I'm not. If I shine light on it, you can shine light on. Let's talk about it. Period, point One blank. of the things that I did want to talk about. Actually, before I even move on really quick, we, we went out one particular. Actually, the first time that we went out. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but. I want to question you about this only because now I hope it makes sense because how old were you when we first went out? Do you remember? Um, what, 2020? I was like 21 or 22. Was it 2020? It was either 2020 or 2019. Yeah, because I tore my ACL and I have my brace on. I had just got surgery. That, so I fact. was like, I was like 22. Okay. So, yeah. So cool. So I remember we were at, doesn't even matter. We were somewhere, and because I don't like saying where I go, because I might frequent that place again. <laughs> so we were we were somewhere in particular, and you were talking, and you were telling me about you in general, and you paused randomly, and you were like, "It looks like you're like I can visibly see like you mentally taking notes right now." Do you remember telling me that about you mm-hmm. when you were looking at me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm an observer. I'm an analyzer. I okay. need. I like to know why people think what they're thinking when it comes towards me because I want to know where it's where I like to know intention and motive and why are you questioning me on that or like it just helps me see your energy right if anything do you remember what I told you I actually don't no can you uh is it is it appropriate for for the pod (laughs) um what is inappropriate for this pod? That's funny. Um, nah, I, I told I don't. I try not to lie. I looked you right in your face and I told you I am. I said, "Isn't that what we all should do?" What when you somebody about? that is talking that we plan on oh, getting to know, like looking in their those. eyes, you should get the. First of all, I like. I'm a little weirded out by anybody that can't give me eye contact. Okay, I, no, I that. Oh yeah, no, that makes me uncomfortable because where? What are you hiding from? Yeah, why like, are I, you scared? I get weirded out by it. Some people say you're not supposed to look at people in their eyes because you'll see their soul. I'm like, why would I not want to see your soul? My point. Where? What are you? What are you yeah. What, what are you, you hiding from? <laughs> you're shady to me if you can't even look at me in the eyes exactly. because also body language. You look into the left. You're a liar. Liars look to the left. Period. Point they blank. They do because they are thinking about shit to come up with they literally trying to pull it out of thin air yeah so i don't know but that's i wanted to bring that up because everything that you kind of just said is uh, first of all this healing process this healing journey it's never fully over right oh no you 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 take i have a friend who just recently told me like ever since i quit my job i just been being present i live by the hour at this point, he told me that statement. I'm like, that makes so much sense because you really, ha- when you're being present and not too you about worried about the unknown, you are making the reality. You're planting your seeds for the next day. Yep. So I don't. Um, I just try to be present as possible. I forgot what we were. I forgot where that just stemmed from. Uh, 
What were we talking we about? We were talking about um, the healing process never really Oh, over. Oh, yeah. It's never over because right. there's always going to be something new that re triggers or resurfaces. Like, okay, like now it's like I have had all this healing. Now I'm not afraid to attack this. Like now I exactly. could now I can speak on this exactly. with more of a more wisdom mindset or either way, like your chakra is not blocked. Right. Your throat chakra to speak. So, for instance... At that particular time, the reason why I brought that up is because clearly I'm still healing, right? And you're teaching me now because you're, I think you are further along in aspects of your healing process that I'm not. And so some of the things that you're saying now is new information to me, right? So I'm, I'm definitely gaining knowledge by it. But I was hoping, just from like watching you from afar and even talking to you every now and again, I see certain aspects of you now that made that conversation just resonate with me and it, and it keeps resonating with me. And now it's one of those things to where, like I, I, like I said before, I didn't, I don't lie. At least I try not to. So I told you then like coming out of my last relationship, I learned small things that will tell you a lot about a person. People and, telling themselves. Exactly. And that's why, like I said, when, when I lock eyes and you didn't look away, I was like, all right, well, I mean, I think that's what I have a checklist <laughs> in your head. But that's one. Like she didn't look away. So, that's why when you was like, I feel like you're taking notes. I was like, I, I fucking am. Like, I absolutely am. <laughs> what did you? What notes. what notes did you take from me? Wow. Um, I, I told you this before. Um, anybody that, first of all, I think you need to be honest with yourself and go into a situation and say whether or not, even if you're not looking for a relationship at the time, whether that person would be something that you would entertain that with. And that's where I was at. I was like, if if this is gonna be something that you're willing to entertain in the future, whether it's past, I mean, whether it's uh, soon or whether it's way in the future, whatever the case may be, you got to know now. Mm. And that's why when you asked me my intentions, I was happy. I was like, well, shit, I actually think I know them this time. Like, I think I know. But in going through that situation, I feel like I told you right away, you were accountable. And I think I may have even tweeted it. I was like, I've met 35-year-olds that will never speak to me again. And I've met 22-year-olds that, that I will hold down forever. You were that 22-year-old I'm talking about because it's a certain level of accountability that if you're an adult, if you just don't have, we won't get past a certain level, mm -hmm. ever, period. I oh, just, yeah. I know for a fact we will never get past it because fuck-ups are going to happen. Any Anytime I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. Anytime I... I hope I answered your question. You did. Anytime I enter a new... I question everybody now that comes into my life because my energy is so sacred to me. And people are grimy. People are you got. I need to know motives right away. Like I people, you, people tell on themselves with their energy as well. That you feel the sense of sneakiness. You you have to trust what you feel. You have to trust your intuition always. Don't gaslight yourself for what you're thinking. Hmm. That's that's power too. I do want to get into 16-year-old Vaughn for a second. You said that's where it started. I, I do want to talk about high school years in general. I do mm. want you to continue talking about the healing aspect, but I do eventually want to start transitioning oh, yeah, no, I got a perfect. high school life. So high school 16-year-old Vaughn, she, I feel like that's when I was the most hurt ever internally, emotionally from my mom. Uh just the way I was getting treated, the the dude she hung around, he over here calling me a hoe at like 14 for wearing volleyball Nike Pro shorts to practice, threw my phone on the wall, and I'm just like, 
I could never understand why she wanted to stay with him. That's not my place to, but that's things that I've questioned as a child. 16 year old. Once he begins to, yeah. to, to call you out of your name, oh, that yeah. is your oh, place to question Oh, yeah. Him. So I definitely moved out, uh, got custody. When my dad got custody of me, he my dad saved me. Because if I, I personally feel like if I didn't leave that situation, I'd probably be on some real, like, wildlife shit. Like, I wouldn't have, I, I prayed for guidance, is what I can say. Can I jump in for a second? Go ahead. Um,. <laughs> I have never met your dad. My dad's my best friend. And... I feel like you said hi to him on the phone. I, I feel like I may have. On the phone, I yeah. may have. But I've never, like, physically met him. Right. And that's one of the things when you ask me, like, the mental notes that I took away from that, like, that particular, like, first meeting. Um, that's one of, like, probably, like, my first takeaway. I was like, she loves her dad. And that relationship, that bond, I was like... I'm going to be honest, in my past, I don't have too much of those, too many of those. So it was new for me. So just that that energy in itself is, is dope to see you say that your dad is your best friend. And I don't know if he's eventually going to listen to this, but um, I want him to know how highly you speak of him that I don't have any kids, right? So that, I would assume as a father, that's the goal. I'll be completely honest. Like, I don't think we've ever talked about kids specifically, but I'm... I've always been terrified of having a girl. And people always be like, why? It's because of your past, because of that. No, I don't want to fuck her up. Like, I just don't want to do something when she's four years old that I don't realize is going to affect her through life. And the way that you speak about your dad, and shout out to Caprice as well, because long live your father as well. Just the way that both of you speak about y'all fathers, I want, obviously, one who's no longer physically here, I want both of them to understand, though, it's things like that that, your dad, he couldn't say anything about you that would make that resonate and come across the table more than the way that you speak about him already. Same thing with your with your dad, Caprice. There's nothing that he could have said while he was here that is going to outweigh the way that you speak about him now. So I just thought that was important to mention because you don't go out on a quote. And I don't like saying the word day because sometimes people overreact. But you don't go out on a date and hear a woman speak about her father. And you kind of sit there and you go... Yeah, like kind of tell me more. Like this shit is new. This is new to me. I feel like I'm so family oriented. Uh, like growing up, I like I said, I re- I don't have friends. Like I nobody can resonate with me. I'm very picky on who, I'm. I like the mind, and I can't I can't sit and gossip. I can't sit and talk about people. That's the type of people that be around me. That's why I isolate because I I don't resonate with that. It's not my purpose you know my dad played both roles for me he played mom and dad while my mom is physically in my presence but that's a whole different topic but definitely my so like when my dad was getting custody of me my mom never even told me that he won she just came home that day didn't tell me nothing she just went straight to her room my dad over here calling me excited like are you packing like what am I what are you talking about how am I supposed to know that I just got that you just got custody of me so it's like growing up with my parents, right. me and my brothers were separated in a sense. Like my dad took my brothers my, and I stayed with my mom. And my mom had me and my other brother, uh, the, the smaller one. But it's like one of my brothers got to grow up with my dad. I had to grow up with my mom. He had a better growing up, but my mom tried her best. So this is where I either way, I'm still able to forgive her because I physically watched my whole life in front of me like I was present but not 
I was not subconsciously aware, but I was, or what is it? You were subconsciously aware. Yeah, but I wasn't consciously. Okay, so I'm conscious now, I can say. (laughs) But I never really knew what I was, I just been, this is why I never, this is why I had worries. I never knew what was going to happen with my life because I'm so, I was living for them. This is like 16, that's the mindset where it starts to hit. Like, I'm living for y'all. Like, I don't have, so new me, like, I don't have to live for nobody but me. So 16, you found your voice. No, I feel like I found my voice more 21 okay. because, so yes, because 19 year old me, I still lived at home. And I feel like that's when it actually got worse with, I just, I'm like, why are you trying to tell me what I can and cannot wear? Like you, for what? Like, we're not doing that no more. Um, Do, hopefully you don't think I'm out of bounds with this question, but I've seen people say, with their parents that uh, maybe they feel like, like you say, whether they were physically or not, if they feel like they weren't emotionally available to them, do you feel like at a certain age, you got to a point to where you you almost looked at her and was like, you kind of missed that opportunity? With my mom? Yeah. To like, be like, emotionally available? Like, you, you missed that chance to, quote unquote, boss me around and tell me what to do. Like, you you missed that window. No, I am i don't think I'm understanding. So, <laughs> you were talking about, who was telling you What's the way Like my stepmom. Like, okay. Oh, okay. So maybe yeah. I got confused. I was but, thinking about your actual mom. Okay. So oh, yeah, no. Okay, but, so. oh, yeah. See, my stepmom plays a big part of my life, too. But I'm not going to talk about her. Not today. She can be saved for another day. But, uh, damn. Okay. <laughs> so you can pick back up. But you was just saying 16. I asked you if that's what you found your voice. You uh, okay. I, so 16-year-old me mainly found, I was, I've, I guess I was jaded. I've been jaded twice in my life and didn't even know I was jaded. And I was tired of feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders. I had a friend who took me to church with them that I went to school with. And it was a Mexican church. It was a bilingual church. I had, I'm the only black person inside this church on the east side. And he would always tell me, think of yourself as an orange, your layers, your peeling. Like you're trans transitioning, and I'm like, yeah, you are. You're right. I still do. I now I feel like an onion. Because onions, I, there's so many layers to an onion. At that time, I was an orange. Like I'm bigger now. I'm a fucking onion. But uh, he took me to church with him. I got on my knees and cried. I, in the front, I didn't care, but I know I needed help, and I just asked for guidance. And I swear that day, like angels left with me or something, because I came back home everything felt lifted off of me and you have to realize i feel like i see angels ever since i was a kid i've seen angels at my grandma's house in elementary school um walking home from school they're real they are so that's why i'm saying energy's timeless i've seen angels in real life time so i know my angels are always with me and they still are to this day so when i'm getting angel, people be talking shit about my angel numbers i'm like y'all that's your problem y'all don't believe in nothing <laughs> so that's another thing it took nobody believing in me to get me where I'm at. Everything that I've done has been moved through pain. Yeah. I don't want to move through pain. I was I was going to ask, at what point do you let that go? And I guess, when you know what? When you're fed up. <laughs> like, first of all, you're talking about emotional pain right now. I do want to touch on, I guess we can say that this is a, a lighter topic. First of all, maybe not, because I've, I've dealt with it myself. And it's actually a darker time, believe it or not. But... I want to lighten the conversation a little bit because speaking about high school, um, do you want my immature take first? Sure. <laughs> do you want my immature take? I was arguing with the homie recently, and we absolutely 
had an immature argument. But we were talking about... Um, nah, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> not going to work. Uh, <laughs> not going to work. Tell you off air. Uh, anywho, let's talk back... Let's talk or go back to high, high school, school. And I want to talk about sports. So you probably know where the conversation was going. My volleyball. But I want to talk about <laughs> uh, sports. I want to talk about specifically sports injuries. So first of all, you... you that was one of the things that caught my eye again, one of the notes that I took in my head. You were, ath- or you are, athletic. And that's one of the things that definitely made my ears, like, perk right away because of what I do and what my career field is. So I kind of wanted you to talk a little bit about why you play sports and what sports you did play. So in high school, I played volleyball, but I never got to, like, actually do it because I tore my ACL at practice. But I I did anything to get away from being home. So I, I was at peace at school. I was very involved with choir, JV Quiz Bowl, um, ROTC, mm. student council, Things where I could be myself, be creative, sing. Uh, when it came to the sports, though, so my coach made me a freshman coach just to, like, still be a part of it. I didn't want to do that because I was getting irritated. Like, I want to play. I don't want to be with y'all right now. So I just stopped. I stopped coaching it. But during when the season was over, I actually – started helping the athletic trainer assistant. I was his little assistant. So I'm mm-hmm. wrapping, I'm taping people's fingers up. I'm taping ankles, bagging ice for pe- for the football team, basketball right. team, wrestling, whoever. I Anything to not be home. I leave school at 9 o'clock p.m. What? Yeah, 10, 10 o'clock. And my mom, it got to the point, my mom started calling the school to make sure I'm there. I'm escaping, y'all. I don't want to be home with y'all. Yeah, but Sunday she didn't. It didn't got to the point where I show up, make sure I'm really at school. Like, yeah, I, that's how y'all know I don't want to be at home. Hmm. I I would do anything to I get away. Any, like you were allowed to leave. Whenever the games were over, so like during the sports season, I would stay till the field lights turned off. Oh my God. <laughs> if it's football season, yeah. yeah. It's but being with student council too, that was the major help in my life. Like. 5 a.m. in the morning, I could be at school doing Senior Sunrise. What high school did you go to? I went to Mojave and Arbor. I feel like you did tell me that before. What did you say? I said 5 a.m. Setting up, like, just setting up, like, a Senior Sunrise shit or, like, I I did every grade, like, Sadie's and homecoming setups. Like, I didn't care. I'll be at school painting. I did not want to be home. I sure did. I did too. I sure did. Get Rice Krispie treat me. <laughs> Blue Gatorade me. Okay. I did it all. We had the noodles and the <laughs> the freaking nachos and the hot dogs. All that. Good to know. Good to know that. Mojave was like Westchester because Westchester, I was like, damn, we some niggas. Mojave was lit. <laughs> I, I, so Mojave's where I felt like I actually felt in. When I got to Arborview, I moved schools my senior year. Oh, that, that ju- the end of junior, so second semester end of junior year, going to Arbor, the best transition ever in my life though. Oh, but I feel like I would have had more fun at Mojave. Arborview sucks. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the people, it's just, it's just not the same vibe. Like you, it's not my. It just wasn't my scene. That's when, like, the election was going on. So there's a lot of racial slurs that get tagged on the building. And it's like, you can't you can't feel like you're a part of anything at Arbor when you're black. I don't care what nobody Can you says. put something to rest for me really quick? Boom. So I'm not from Vegas, uh-huh. right? All right, cool. So I'll be saying stuff about Vegas. And people be like, <laughs> you're not supposed to say that. Um, 
please back me up on this. I tell people all the time, I don't care what color the state is. Once voting time comes around, this is a red state. You think you think we're Republican? I think we're more Democrat than anything. But there's point to there's there's reasons why. Okay, hold on. No, I, see, and that's why Wait, I say that. <laughs> no. The I can, I can see the Republican from a money perspective and business perspective, okay. but moral values, okay. abortions, how we function, definitely, dev, definitely Democrat. Here's where I'm going to give you one situation that made me just so uncomfortable. So, two, actually. So, remember when, I believe it was Fremont, um, people were protesting. I was down there. I'm trying to remember which protest... Thank you. So I'm trying to remember which protest it was. It may have been, and I was going to say. 2020. It was George Floyd. When the cops came down, I will, this image, like, I, I hope somebody took takes this image and puts it in every textbook around this nation for the next 30 years because all the police that were lined up in the middle of the street were facing the protesters. And they said that they were out there facing the protesters with their, with their, uh, with their, um, equipment with their with their weapons and everything because they fear for their lives but behind them you had what's the word um uh the, you had you had the proud boys at the time behind the cops with actually more artillery than they had and why are they not afraid of them i said your back is to them and it's, it's moments like that and then the um the uh the blocking of the freeway when I think Trump got voted out. Those two situations, that's when I tell people, regardless of what it says during voting time. I know what you mean. The words that were tagged on the wall, me introducing myself and somebody saying, why can't they name you something like Bob or Jim? I should slap the shit out you, dog. Plain and simple. Because that's what I mean when I say that. In Ve- you wouldn't catch that in L.A. You getting, you getting hurt in L.A. doing that. You know what? Here in Vegas, it's like they're almost... They're almost they're almost negligent to it. You know what really <laughs> sucks, though, about all the protesting? Like, we're really just watching history repeat itself. Why do we keep having Matt? This is so super off topic, but all these... Not really. All these... It's not off topic, but it's like... We got all these mass school shootings. Like, history is going to continue to repeat itself. Why? My thing is, why do we need old people running shit? Like, they're not even going to be here no more for the new shit that happens. So whatever they implement is why we're having so many issues. We can't, the, the fucking Roe versus Wade shit, like, why are y'all going backwards? They don't want gun control. They want to force people to have children. It's ridiculous. It's, they they're turning it into religion. They're trying to follow that one main thing they're bringing religion into this into they're, yeah they're trying to give like yeah uh, i about to say if you're gonna talk you so you can have at it you got the floor no i was just saying it's just really unfortunate because it just doesn't make any sense y'all are choosing i don't know it's weird because i'm like i don't well i do know i think that they're the nra you know the national Rifle association i think that they have so much more money than we even could guess and that is really the reason we cannot have gun control even if it's like oh well yeah that's obvious but i think the number is so high even somebody that says it's obvious will be like damn they have that much money even um 
What is his name? He's a horrible person. Uh, Ted, is it Ted, Ted Cruz? Cruz? He's horrific. After, after, the sh- after the school shooting in Texas, he was having dinner somewhere after going to an NRA convention and accepting a check, of course. Blood money. Blood money is what it is. And uh, uh, only one patron, only one person in there was heckling him, you know, quote-unquote, and yelling at him. And, you know, he was like, that. that's blood money, you two blood money. Why'd you do it? Like, why'd you do it? And he kind of just smirks and, you know, and he's, you know, his family and friends are sitting at the table. And I was just so disgusted because I'm like, all of y'all around him are guilty. All of you are disgusting. Y'all are all okay with that. And then I was looking at the other people in the video like, hey, bro, y'all letting this nigga eat in peace? Because y'all should be running this nigga out of the restaurant. Fuck his whole table. Sizzleleg doesn't get to eat out here, like, in peace. Like, they, run, which is why it's a red state. Why they not like it? And I looked it up. It said that... We're blue, I think. No, we're not. Why we're not what? We're not red state. Yeah, I know no, we're not. Yeah, no, we're blue. But live, that's what I'm saying. But live here. Okay, Sis, there's, there's reasons why Sisolak can't do a lot of shit. That man got mafia ties. I don't care what nobody say. That, you better be safe on this spot. Yeah. <laughs> you better stay safe. I hope oh, okay. so. <laughs> yeah, but you better, yeah. Um, shit, what was I saying? No, you were just going off about uh, just Ted Cruz. Um, oh, yeah. Not it's just unfortunate that, yeah, that. A politician like that can get on stage after a shooting, you know, like that after children, teachers murdered literally in cold blood, and and you have the appetite. You can go, you that like people like that, I, you know, people have different beliefs and you know what they think. Some people believe it's that emotional. I see people like that, and I'm like, you're a demon. You are possessed by, a like, a demon spirit. And people, I'm like, no, some people are just bad people. I'm like, it's, some people don't understand that it's deeper than that. Like, yes, there's good and bad people, but people who can do stuff like that and still sleep at night, you have nasty energy mm-hmm. around you. You have nasty spirits. And, yeah, you get that money. You can eat good. You're living life. But look at the nastiness around you. Dead shit. And then blood. think about the karma that's going to come with that. That's what I Yeah. Was and then I'm like, you better hope you don't experience that within your family or within your the community that matters to you. Because they'll say, you know, all the community matters. But it's only a few people that they actually be like, I care if something happened. But, yeah, this country refuses to do gun control. And I feel like a lot of people, I've heard mixed arguments that, let, let me just say this now. You sound really ignorant to think that gun control means your gun rights are getting stripped. You sound dumb as fuck. And I've, I've seen a lot of black people in particular say that other black people are dumb for wanting gun control because you're begging the government to take away your guns. Bro, regular citizens don't need fucking ARs, bro. <laughs> Everybody on the block don't need an AR-15, my nigga. Do you know how... First of all, if you are a gun connoisseur... There are many guns out there. Yes. There is a lot of guns. You can still have all your guns. Gun control means stop letting just anybody get it. And if you're worried about gun control, you probably know you shouldn't have all those guns. Gun control, well, what to what it means to me is nobody can just go in and buy a gun. You got to pass psyche valve. You got to do more than just a little background check because, duh, nigga, they going to do the crime after they get the gun. They don't have it yet to do it. Talking about, well, yeah, the record was clean. <laughs> they are then. Yeah, they are now. So let's maybe do a psych test. Let's let's maybe have a longer waiting period before a person can get it. Like, Word. then people would notice the, 
the less amount of people to get it because people aren't going to want to wait. They're you, they're going to go an illegal route. If you you got to wait a month to get your AR and you're so pressed, what are you that pressed for? You're that pressed? You can't wait thirty days? What's the what's the rush? It's a fucking AR fifteen. You can go get a bunch of other guns that you don't got to wait as long. But I just think people are just not thinking in a more, very logical way because gun control doesn't mean a citizen should still be able to have a gun, but you should go through the proper protocol. And I think, is it uh, somewhere in Asia? Was it Japan or China or whatever? I think you got to do an interview with the police. Your whole family has to be interviewed. Like, you have to have psyche vows. Like, whoever you live with, like, whatever you do, the person you live with has to Imagine not getting a gun because your Uncle Bob is a fucking weirdo. Like, imagine well, not Well, bro, Uncle Bob got access to the motherfucking house, so no, my dude. That's why we see this shit every time on the news. Somebody had access to the gun. Right. It's like a lot of the times, not even the person that bought it. Oh, well, yeah, I found it in, so in Uncle Bob's closet. Yeah, fucking course you did. He's a fucking criminal. So it's just unfortunate that they don't want to take those proper steps. We can have guns in a proper way. We don't need it to be a war zone. But yeah, the NRA must be extremely. They fund a lot. Like didn't the um, NRA sponsor a Republican National Convention one year? Like it's like it's wild. No, they got mu- like that's why I said I. No, they I sponsored Ted Cruz's speech that day. Oh yeah, and then he cut a nice little check and then went to go eat because he had an appetite. Wild, mm. and then and you wonder why Texas is they're tearing down the school because, yeah, yeah, let's let's just forget you guys were ever so negligent. Like, I'm not gonna lie, that all these shootings are awful. It's sad that you even got a rank, what's you know, worse or what, what, mm-hmm. what, what impacted you more. Columbine, all, Sandy. yeah, it's just so bad, but it was to the point with this one, you had never heard horror stories like this. Because all the like police were outside, you heard active like you stories of police officers actively stopping parents from going into a school. A mom After grabbing theirs. A mom convinced, I guess, she had got put into cuffs by well, some other cops, and I guess the the cops from her city or whatever, like who they like knew of her or knew her in the community. She, I guess, convinced them to get her out of the cuffs. Bro, she said when they got the cuffs off of her, she said she ran. She said she just ran and went to go get her first son and then went to go get her other son. Carried her two fucking boys out of that school while cops were standing around telling her, you can't go inside. If I, if she's when there and did it and came out, I feel like y'all got a chance with all these guns. Hey, y'all, yeah, like we, all these shootings that happened, and y'all have guns, what's the point? They, they talk about, well, no, we, you know, the right to have a gun. Y'all are not even using it properly. Everybody talks about the right to use it. It's not even getting used properly. It's not even, you gotta count on a good citizen to save the day. I just read a story of, uh, I think it was Indiana. I was that up. A, a shooter, AR-15, broke out shooting, and a guy, seen what was happening, pulled out his gun, and got the job done. I'm saying it would have been bad if he was not there to, you know, take care of that situation. But it's like, that's the stuff. It's sad, but that's what you have to hope for. You're not even like, oh, I know the police are going to save the day. No, we maybe hope that a random citizen who has their gun, they, oh, and yeah, it wasn't an AR-15. It was a regular handgun because if you know how to shoot a gun, you don't have to get the latest AR-15. So yeah, your gun rights are fine. You see, he was fine with his gun. So it's not necessary to have all these extra. We're the only country that you could just freely 
I could, that shit better I could just go and just order it like right now. Why? I'm kind of bugged out myself. I don't need no AR-15. <laughs> I already have like issues that I wouldn't even want to be around the gun. Not that I'm suicidal, but it's just like I shouldn't even have access. To it just it. makes you uncomfortable. It's just uncomfortable yeah. to be around. Like, what if the shit just walk up on us, bro? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Mine would be for road rage. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's yeah. my problem. Because I'll be ready. Because I hear in Vegas, to they fight, can't boy. Drive, they can't drive for boy. shit, but California drivers worse. No, all right, see, we no, 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 no. So Let me tell you. Wait, because I've been. But y'all not. But they know how to drive. They know how. But y'all are aggressive so as aggressive. drivers. So oh, whoa, whoa. It's, it's, but see, the I thing is, if everybody is aggressive at the same rate. We don't never intermingle with each other. You better than me, because I for sure sideswipe somebody ass if I be doing what y'all be doing out there. Yeah, facts. Uh, on the then, I-10. And that's the thing, too. Like, L.A., and that's what now, I'm happy that you said that, because <laughs> L.A. drivers, I think we are taught to, to drive for everybody else, so we try to stay away from, like, you know what I mean? We try, we try to stay away from being boxed in. Here in Vegas, and maybe you can attest to it a little bit, I watched... I've watched some of the population growth, right? Obviously being out here since 2017, but I think it's been so much land out here when it's when it's just been the natives. And then you have obviously your rushes when people come in for tourism and things like that, that you guys could just, it's not a bad thing, but you guys could just lollygag. Like yeah. y'all could just enjoy y'all day, AC blowing. Like <laughs> in LA, in LA, everybody's in a like. Yeah. If I'm in this car, fam, I'm trying to get to my. Yo, I'm trying to go. Please, please. And in Vegas, <laughs> it's the opposite. In, in Vegas, Vegas, it's just like enjoy the route. No, that like, that was me no. on the way here. I be I was big cruise control chilling. I got nothing to worry about. I'm just point A to point B. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely a cruise controller now. Like, once I go on the freeway now, I'm definitely a cruise controller. Oh, like, once I'm, I'm in LA, I be scared. I be thinking, oh my God. Like, once I'm by the broad or like... Uh, just getting inside LA, you know. I please know you know what I'm talking about. It's like a, it's like, I don't know what freeway it is, but there's like the. Or it's like a million exits. Uh, no, there's like. There's a sign that will tell you like Disneyland, Broad Museum. Uh, oh, you're over there by. Um, yeah. I'll yes. Over there in Anaheim. So like that's when I have to prepare for what's about to continue my new drive. Oh, yeah, that's that's the five, I think. I don't know. I, 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 you know what's so weird about being from L.A.? I know the freeways that I avoid. Like, ugh. I learn something new every time I go. Like, I always, I've always fell asleep on, is it the I-10? The 10, yeah. Oh, Getting, see, I thought it was the I-10. We just call it the 10. Or 110. The 10, the 405. Okay, we just, we so the 10, like, I fell asleep on that. Flashlight. While driving? Yes, twice. Oh, please, God. Oh, please yes. Please. On the way back to Vegas, like leaving Rolling Loud or like, <laughs> or like oh, yeah. having dinner before. I don't even necessarily want to put her out there. Oh, yeah, like no. Um, it's okay now, but I learned my lesson. Facts. Yeah, I was about to say, just, but no, definitely. I, I've lost somebody that I know uh, mm. that way. And it, it, that road gets so fucking dark. Crazy. It gets so It gets crazy dark. Um, I, I, another thing I want to actually ask you about Vegas. Um, very people, first of all, people come out here now and I will admit right now publicly that people don't come out here and hit me for everything. For like, like what to do. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I can't stand I'm that. happy that I don't get those calls really like that anymore. People know what to hit me up for. You want to come see a game? Hit me. You want to go to a festival? Possibly hit me. Like those are the things that, that people can hit me for. 
I'm not the club goer like that. I've been I've been mm. in a handful of clubs in Vegas, and I think a big reason for that is because I was in clubs probably before I should have been. Shout out to my brother who's five years older, but. Um, I, I feel like I, I did a lot of stuff before I was supposed to. So oh, it I made it a that. little different. Is that kind of the way Vegas is? Like with the Okay, so yes. When you are not of age, you definitely get to experience the club life before 21. I don't care what it says. I was 19 in the club. Never got carded, never got ID'd, but I just knew security. So I feel like I already, I'd be outdoing my phases of... <laughs> clubbing and when i got people on social media who know me and come into town want to know what to go to i i since that phase of life for me is over i hate answering that question because <laughs> i don't know what's popping no more i can't tell you but you asked me 20, 2019 i'm gonna tell you omnia i'm like it's also popping but it's the same shit every night i don't care to go out no more for that i don't i'm not i either way i've never had to pay because i'm pretty girl privileged but <laughs> No, that is a real thing. <laughs> it is. That, I've I get I I can honestly say I've always gotten what I want in the club. No, I don't. That's just that lifestyle that comes with being nineteen. And this is not even a Vegas thing. This is any club. This is uh, <laughs> see. I've only been in Vegas clubs. I've never I've never been in like a L.A. club or like like You've Texas. You've been in an L.A. club before, right, Caprice? No, I didn't club in L.A. But it's like, you gotta realize, hold on, you gotta realize, Vegas girls, we're in the club for one thing. And that is making money. (laughs) (laughs) Some nights you go to turn up. But I my ulterior motive, I'm trying to go make a bag. I don't care about nothing else. So that's that's Vegas culture for females in the club that's just my thing though but you know one thing about and i think i brought this up before and this is random because everybody doesn't make their same money like or doesn't make their money the same way but i will tell this one story it's only happened in vegas but had somebody walk up to me randomly and i don't know what the hell she started the conversation about i don't know if it was about money and you're laughing because you probably already know it you know yeah you're right (laughs) to answer your question yes you're right uh walked up I forgot what she said, and um, it had to be about my drink or something. And I said whatever I said, and um, you know how you look up and you kind of realize, like, damn, she's still here. Like this person's still here. And I forgot what we were doing, and I may have been actually, I may have been, actually, it may have just been a casino. And I was walking through, and I think we went to go get on the elevator or something. And she was kind of like lagging around. I ended up asking her what she was kind of like, like what's what's up, like why are you still around? And I don't know what her explanation was, but fam, somewhere in her explanation, I heard something about a rape. And I was like, Oh, she was, I'm sorry, she was what? on the clock. She was working. And she said it again. And I was like, Baby girl, you approached me. Like, <laughs> walk away. Like, you can, don't, mm. man. The homies found that shit hilarious. I was like, Bro, ain't nothing funny about that. See, you gotta know how to attract. It's the law of attraction when you're down there. <laughs> oh, my attraction was trash then. Whatever well, I'm just saying, like, my experiences, I never had to do with nothing. But I've been really lucky in the cases that I've been in, like dealing with Forbes and Amazon CEOs. Like I, that's the type of shit I was attracting. It's like, niggas throwing the hundreds. I don't gotta do shit. I'm just there, present. I attracted that. That's the mama magnet. But either way, sometimes like my intentions going out that night, I just wanted to dance. I just wanted to listen to music. I really didn't care for whatever came, but whatever came with the night came with the night. Right, and it was just, and in Vegas. I feel like something always. Oh, something always, because you don't know who you're gonna meet. You could meet. 
people who just want to turn up you go back to the rooms penthouses whatever cosmo is my favorite hotel to be at but club wise i fuck with omnia because that's high rollers right. dre's is more for my turn up that's what i can't be honest about but dre's will get you in trouble dre's will absolutely get you in trouble but omnia don't play i avoid <laughs> i haven't been to dre and people always ask me and like i have one person in particular she in atlanta right now and i know for a fact whenever she comes back she's gonna want to do dre's and I'm going to have to just make some phone calls and I'm going to have to just bite the bullet and do it that day. But like you just said before, you know what energy Dre's gives. And oh, it's, just like, it's mm, crazy. I'm not trying to be there. See, I just got the chills even thinking about it. Like, there's some different type of energy in that thing for sure. To be honest, like, you talked about it a second ago and I hope I'm not 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 killing the mood too much. But uh, Caprice talked about You talked about energy actually earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Caprice mentioned the school in Uvalde being taken down. The what? The school in Uvalde being taken down where the uh, where the shooting was in Texas. Uh-huh. Respectfully speaking, all of those spirits are still there. Oh, absolutely. So unless they plan on that being an open field, I think they're going to have problems with whatever they build on that. Think land. about Mandalay Bay. Think about the Route Talk 91 shooting. Talk about we, it. We, you got, so at Lovers and Friends, we had a false, um, a false... Active shooter? Yes. So I was in VIP and I had a full circle moment. So I day in Vegas in 21. I was thinking about like anybody, you never lose that thought about a shooting now, if anything in Vegas. So I was working on the strip when that happened. I was literally down the street on Harmon and Paradise. Oh, we're here on Harmon and Paradise, working on Tropical Smoothie. People ran from that part of the strip. Coming all the way to where I work, bloody, crying, asking for phones, water. Like, that shit what was crazy. This is when the that, that Route one shooting happened. October 1, the Route 91. The, um, the Route 91 was the festival. It was a country music festival. The October 1 shooting. Stephen Paddock. I shouldn't have said yes. that. Asshole. But, so, I was on the show. I, was, I got stuck. I couldn't go home till like three o'clock in the morning because the freeways were shut off. I, mean, I could have, but we were sh- uh, shut down on my job too. So it was mm. like, no, we're twenty four hours. I'm, I'm. It was crazy. Like I have regular customers who were at that festival. I got friends calling me, making sure I'm okay. So fast forward to day in Vegas twenty one. I'm paranoid because I'm looking at the Allure building. Like people, these are people's residencies. Like people live here. Like they could easily shoot this shit the fuck up yeah, just absolutely. how they did. Mandalay Bay shit. So my full circle moment, I was talking about how you got to think about at festivals, why are y'all sitting on the ground and in this crowded ass space? Like, if you think about it, you're going to get trampled over. I had a full circle moment at Lovers and Friends. I'm in VIP on the ground sitting. There's space. Mm -hmm. But GA is trampling over the rails. Everybody's running. Me and my friend having a moment. We're vibing. She's like, get up, get up, get up. I'm like, what? I didn't even look back. I just heard it. Mm-hmm. Fucking phones flying. We just we just ran to the VIP bathrooms. And I'm like, this is the shit I'm talking about. Full circle moments and paranoia and just being alert. I had this thought at day in Vegas in 21. Do you think you're paranoid? I've tried to release paranoia. See... Because paranoia is just, why am I, why am I paranoid? What, are there, what is there to be scared of? You I just got to think... be alert. Okay, maybe maybe you're going to help me out with something because I do admit that I'm paranoid in certain situations. I'm paranoid too sometimes. 
Caprice looks at me like I'm crazy sometimes when I say it, but I it depends I've on what you're paranoid about. I I do agree with that because you can be so paranoid that you land in hot water yes. being so paranoid. But mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that you I've see. always argued that paranoid people live longer, and I've always said that because they're willing to miss out on fun from being paranoid. Oh, I, like, oh yeah. So okay, so you know how I got robbed at a Buffalo Wild Wings and do, yeah. by three black guys, and I was scared as hell. I I refused. To give my money ever again to Buffalo Wild Wings because I'm like, y'all didn't even y'all's camera systems couldn't catch shit. I had to testify. I had to testify in front of a grand jury. These kids that robbed me were are facing life. That that's their third felony. Y'all ain't mm-hmm. even twenty years old. That's a problem. So I definitely lived in a lot of paranoia and fear with my surroundings. Okay. I I couldn't trust because anybody could snatch my shit. Again, but it's like you're not. That's not gonna happen because my thoughts. I'm not thinking about that. So what you think about it has more power too because you create your own reality. Yep. So this is why I try to be as positive as possible because I've been through so much negativity. I don't want to think like that no more. That that's that whole 180 flip. I'm not doing 360. I'm doing 180s. Exactly. People 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 get it confused when they say 360s. I'm like you're back in your same yeah. starting point. Um, I know Caprice never has. Have you ever been to a strip club? I have. I've been to Sapphire. Uh, I'm happy that you brought up Sapphire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did. Oh, Sapphire. <laughs> I've been, okay, but I've been there for other reasons Facts. then. But I was like. Right. We were actually in Sapphire. Yeah, I've been in Peppermint night. Hippo. I actually was trying to not work there for, as a stripper, but right. like I had like studio space in the back to do uh, model shit. We going first For of like OnlyFans. I was say we're gonna get into all of that, actually getting into it. Um strip clubs versus gentlemen clubs. Do you know the difference? Do I you? don't, but you don't. I okay. oh, I've also been to Larry is it Larry Flynn? Larry Flynn. Okay, I don't um what is the damn difference? So on the surface, what I always tell people is when I go back home, respectfully. I go to strip clubs when I go back home. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's an energy. It's, it's and, and I don't mean any body in particular, the, the venue itself. It's a little more ratchet. It's a little more dingy. Like, you kind of know. Say, it's like club seems more sophisticated. That's exactly what it okay. is. Like, the only thing. It's gentlemen's Yeah. Club. The <laughs> like one thing that name. I will say <laughs> is, the one difference that I always say is, in a strip club, we all know that scene where it's like, yo, what's your name? Like, we, we all know that, right? In a gentleman's club, you don't have to do that. Like you can actually walk up on street. I feel like and it's more private. Ear. It is. Yeah, like it's it's, it's a lot more. It's a lot. It's, I don't know if you if you ever noticed it too. But when you went to Sapphire, it's a lot darker. Yeah. Like it's a lot darker. Like, Sapphire uh, was for sure dark. For sure. <laughs> like Sapphire is a shot to Sapphire. Um, I, I love them. That's actually the best one. Them wings were fire too. Yeah, they held it down. We're not gonna. They held it down. <laughs> they held it down. Um, but no. But that's I did kind of just want to touch on that for a second because. Uh, especially being out here in Vegas, you walk into a gentleman's club in Vegas, and like I said, you could be sitting next to somebody, right? Like the same girl, whatever the case may be, and you find out, like you just said, oh, you you own what hotel? Oh, you work in what hotel? I, similar to what we say all the time about social media and the facade that it gives, right? I've never seen you before. I know. I own Caesars. Get the fuck out. Wait, hold on. Wait. Whoa, <laughs> pause. Wait, you own what? Those are the places that you see them. Like, a lot of those penthouse parties that we went to for 420, you see them there. 
and it's like you know because you're the only person in here still in a suit and tie. Like you can't even get out of your business mode. Your cufflinks aren't on. Oh, all right, bro. Great. Congratulations. <laughs> but you're in here fucking blazer down, bro, and you think that we don't know who is the fucking owner of the building. I, I think I know. Um, but nevertheless, uh, do you want to? Now I think we're about to get into all the bullshit of the show. Oh, let's get it. Um, (laughs) As soon as I brought up strip clubs, I was like, hmm. Do you have a strip hole in your house? I want one so bad. I think I'm going to order one because my... Okay, for first of all, I want one for fitness reasons. And (laughs) because I need need some upper body strength, but I actually want to embrace my sexual energy. Like, that, that type of essence on a pole you can do whatever with your body like you are the pole in my eyes this is i like the way that you said that if that makes sense you know no it mean? does shout out first of all um so i told myself so i have one right you got a pole i do have you'll be on it <laughs> no, no <laughs> i do not i do not my pole is even up i'm just joking <laughs> no i'm saying my pole is even up yet though but i do have one um for those who our, our avid listeners of this pod, you guys may remember, but PJ gave me my uh, my pole. Yeah. She did. Mm. So she gave me uh, the pole, and I, I I refused to put it up until I move. Mm. But, no, I absolutely want it in my room. Absolutely. <laughs> I, and absolutely. I want it in my living room. In your living room? Yeah, because that's where I have my space. I feel like my room is so private. I don't like nobody to see my room because they don't need to see my room I'm with unless you. you enter it physically, but... Living room, there's just so much space. I mean, like, my room is big too, but like, don't get me wrong, I plan on moving soon, right? Like, like next month, low key. So, gang, definitely, I'm definitely gonna invest in a damn pole. <laughs> I just see, and this is ugh, first of all, people don't come over my house to begin with, but I feel that. Um, eh, there are certain people that I don't mind coming over that I don't want to explain that why I, you but, have, a yeah, pole in your so room. it's like it's in my room and. Mm, don't worry about that. But uh, Caprice, would you, would you ever get one in your house? Mm, maybe. I don't know. That means no. The fact that me and Bonnie was like, yeah, we want one, you was like, mm. I think it would be cool, like, for upper body strength, like, fitness. Yeah. But like you said, like, um, tapping into your sexiness. I think it would be cool. I, well, because I'm going to have a big house, so I could have a workout room, and, like, I could also have a room with a mm-hmm. phone in it. So... That would be cool. The room with the pole in it gotta have mirror. Well, it gotta have locks on it. Gotta have mirrors in there. Because I might have to. Anywho, let's get to your. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to your your line of work. Uh, I'll be honest. This is I I know that this is a different feeling for you because uh, it changed for me a couple of years ago Um, when I started this media company. I did my taxes that first time that year. And regardless if majority of my money came from uh, security that year, that was my first year of when it came to occupation, it was like journalists. Like, that that's what it is. So I've watched you. At, we, we talk about it every now and again. I've watched you from afar, and I've watched you grow into this this phase that you're at, that you're at right now. <laughs> and the funny thing is, we've talked about it for so long, modeling is at the forefront. And this is something that you've kind of spoke about for so long, but now you're finally in it. Um, yeah, I, I identify myself as a full-time model. Like, Damn that's straight. all I, I just love to create. Like, my mind is so 
so special to me because nobody can think like how I think and nobody can do the things that I do. So I feel like that's what makes me even more special when it comes to my creativity. Um, but I'm the jack of all trades. I do a little bit of everything. Like, like I said, like I act, I sing, but people don't know that because they don't see they it. Don't know but they do do. They do. <laughs> they do. Absolutely. But um, I definitely identify myself as a curvy model. I always, so what made me fully get into it is like, I was just tired of coming to work every day. I was tired of dealing with people who, I'm dealing with the 35 year up, 35 and up club fucking with me every day. And I'm just like, bro, y'all are bored. Like it's really embarrassing how y'all choose me to be the first thought of your day. So that it was all ego driven push for me to get into my craft like if I'm making y'all that mad like y'all let me hold that much power over your brain cool let me really shit on you right now let me make it worse and I did and I did because now you see what the fuck I'm doing and it's like look at how much energy you invested into me do you block people every day I love blocking people you have you block people why would I not? They they do because you, is that healing? Is that like self love? It's like self care. Is it? It is. You don't have to. Yeah. Either way, access or not, people are still gonna find a way to come stalk you, and I, right. I deal with that every damn day. They make burner accounts, fake accounts. They don't give a fuck. But it's like, you, look at how much time you have on your hands to do that to me. You don't got nothing going on. Can we address the elephant in the room that people don't realize is in the room about that stalking situation that I find? I know it's not funny. Stalking is not funny, but... People are obsessed. No, dead ass. And I think what's interesting is... That's what scares me. My It's an uncomfortable situation because I've had one manager ask me, because he did know the situation, and he asked me, kind of pulled me to the side and was like, I notice every time you clock in, like, that person, like, pops up randomly. He was like, so... Do you want me to ban her from the building when you're in the mm-hmm. building? And I was like, fam, that's crazy. Like, I look weird as hell. Like, <laughs> being like, not nah, ban her from the building when I'm in there. Did I want to? Part of me was like, eh. But for my safety, I don't think it's ta- right. my safety matters. I don't think it's talked enough about the women who do the stalking. Let me tell you. So I could tell y'all what I experienced with the job that I just quit. I'm not going to say no names just for legal reasons because right. I have a platform and they'll come for me real quick. But when I was at the job that I was at, I dealt with harassment for nine months. And I'm talking like. Uh, premeditated harassment, like mm. planned, planned, intentional right. harassment to get to get me out of here, and they did that shit every fucking day. But I was so oblivious to it, I didn't even realize it was going on until people started treating me different. People were they they'll talk about you so much to the point where they turn people on you. But if if that's the thing, like I would get upset because I'm like, you can't use your own discernment and choose what you think about me no <laughs> you but that's what i'm saying i didn't think about that from to view people i because i'm just so always i'm always about me so mm-hmm. it's like i don't really care what was going on on site so i had no idea i was getting betrayed i got betrayed right in front of my face i've had narcissists tell me straight to my face that they are narcissists and i completely it went over my head because i'm just not i wasn't really listening All right or maybe i had so many i had so much mind clutter how can I really pay attention? I wasn't present right. in those moments. But at the job that I was at, these girls were so determined, so determined to get rid of me. And it's like, that is really crazy how I watch y'all every day. It's like spiritual warfare in that bitch. I don't give right. a fuck what nobody says. That shit's real. 
Um, these girls making fake group chats anybody about who, me. Anybody who tells you that spiritual warfare isn't real loses the battle every time. Oh, yeah. They're, they're too far out. But the things that I was enduring, like, these girls are making fake group chats about me. Um, just, uh, it, was a, it was a smear campaign on my name, pretty much. And it got to the point where I had to write this long ass email to HR that it in the it turned out they had to change the whole handbook because of them because of what was happening to me and oh, it's like man. why are you why does my job have to put out a gossip reminder be like like, like, high like I had to make I'm the impact so I have a question What's and that? this is probably going to be a quick answer but is Vegas too small um it's a yes and a no. I don't feel I don't feel like Vegas is too small. I just feel like people we all just people just talk too much. People who are not mentally mature or just see through they just people just can't see through bullshit. People don't see clarity. So people can't trust their own discernment when it comes to evaluating things. But you are the company that you keep. So you choose to stay in that environment. Of course you're gonna know everybody. Of course that's why that shit seems small to you. Right. You're not looking at the bigger picture, shit. You, you okay? Yeah, you're inside of your four walls. I kind of get it. So first of all, we talked about modeling for a second. Uh, I do want to want to touch on that one more time um, before we get into a little bit, like I guess other forms of creativity. But you've had some breakthroughs with modeling. Like you've, I, I'm, I'm again, I'm watching from afar, and I'm watching the steam that you've picked up in your modeling career. Has it? Was, I don't, don't want to be disrespectful because I understand how this how this can sound. No, let me hear it. Um, I'm an understanding person. Yeah, because like you never want to make it sound like somebody doesn't work hard. Mm. But when you finally got your foot through that door, does it seem or has it moved accelerated? Has it moved as at an accelerated pace as much as it seems? It seems like once oh. you got your first big break, a lot of people started to call and was like, "I need her too. I need her too." I, I need don't. Her too. I can't tell. I didn't realize. I like because I was just so present in those moments. I I was dealing with my job, and I just couldn't wait till my three days off to go do what I was wanting to do. So I'm modeling with boutiques. I'm modeling for major brands. I'm I'm coming up with my next shoots to plan and get that started to roll. So it's like I wasn't really aware of how fast. Like I even got featured in my first magazine in February. I had no, I didn't, wow. thank you. Like I didn't, you have these distractions around you that don't even really matter because I was just so focused on what my craft was. I didn't care no more. Hmm. So I can't, I see the acceleration now, especially like with Forever 21 and the rave brands. And it's like, it's like blessing after blessing, but that was my, it took consistency it took dedication it took mental strength like people don't understand what comes with i have to take rest days mentally 100%. i have to i had to take isolation periods solidarity like i still have to make sure i'm okay and i'm and i'm still healing my inner child i'm still trying to leave this job that i'm at like that shit was crazy i i was just i just i can't see the accelerated work till i sit down and reflect the reason why I ask is because my mom tells me a lot too, and I, I do realize that you are like me in this aspect, that you write you, you write your goals down. So because that because you do something like that, once you check one off, it's like you check it off, but then it's 
now now I'm focused on the next one. And my mom, she she does a great job with this. She'll she'll chime in every now and again. And she knows certain certain goals that I have, and she'll call me certain times and be like, "Hey, have you taken a moment to kind of reflect in this?" And I'll be like, "Of course not. Like I'm onto this." And she'll be like, "Just so you know, like three months ago you was praying for this, mm-hmm. and like now you're in it, right?" So like take a I, moment to I realize definitely, that you're in. So I experienced my reality change. Hmm. That's when you physically feel reality change. That's when it really hits, because. It just comes, it just falls in your lap. Right. I didn't have to do much. I, I did my work, though. But look at how fast it came. So I get I get that. But I just was never, I just wasn't aware in, right. until I really take that step back. And you, you can ask for this now. You prayed for this now. Right. And then sometimes I struggled with dumbing it down. Or not dumbing Fuck it down, me. but uh, downplaying my own accomplishments. Because it's like, I could have did so much better, but I did. But to me, it was better in those moments. Right. So it's like, I'm only getting better every time. So it's like, you have to be proud of yourself in that version that you handled it in. I got so many different questions. We could take this so many different <laughs> um, So we're talking about self-love, obviously, but you talked about your first magazine just recently you just did a music video oh that was so fun um do you have like a favorite form of expression sexy just anything fierce, anything that you can do something that. fierce like i just like to be fierce okay. but i embody i just embody whatever I, I okay let me rephrase this i feel like i co-create with music so i listen to certain songs and i feel like that energy for a long time so if i'm listening to like girls need love so I'm like, yeah i'm fucking crying because i need love like yeah i want some dick too <laughs> so if i'm listening to sexy music that makes me feel like that bitch that's just gonna be my energy and it could be Megan, it could be uh, Jono Jono, it could be uh, Pierre, like it could be any song that makes me feel something. I'm gonna, that's just my energy from that's it. That's the energy. Or uh, Rico Nasty, like there's this song called Smack a Bitch. Like I would play, <laughs> I'd be petty as fuck at work playing that after my shift was over. Like thank God I didn't have to smack a bitch today because that's what y'all be making me feel like at work. But I'm the, that would be my petty way. And there's a lot of things I don't, I never got to physically say at work, but people mm. knew I was responding through my actions. For sure, first of all, we, we've discussed it before. Like, I could tell if you're not feeling me. Like, I could tell if you, like, not necessarily mad, because I don't think I've done anything, hopefully. Who, me? Yeah. I don't what? think I've done anything that, like, makes you mad, but, like, I can tell when you're just, like, when you're, when you're not feeling, like, an energy. No, you gotta also realize I have to. I'm so in my own world. I'm not worried about nobody else. Like, yeah, like nobody's my focus. I only have to. I only have to take care of me. I right. live. I live. I live by myself. I provide for me. So I'm constantly in my masculine and feminine energy. I can't. I don't take time to. This is why I say like I could be completely oblivious a lot of the times. I'm. I really don't be. Like, uh, like I can use a perfect example. I don't realize when I offend people. Because really? it's not offensive to me, but I'm not worried about you being offended. I feel like I do the same. Because thing. I look and be like, I, I'm sorry. I just Damn. speak the truth unapologetically. So I'm still not sorry, but you got to realize I just triggered something that you could work on. <laughs> so if. You feel like, yeah, I, I definitely understand. I, I feel like. People are. 
they project onto you because they're not happy. Yes. Because even if I can say I hate anything, and if you truly love it or something you do and you have no shame, it would. Now you you're you're now you're there. creating self doubt for me and what I believe in. So and, can I throw my example out there? Because I get hit with it all the time. I tell people I'm happy to not have any kids. And I people used to look at way. me and be like. Oh, that's crazy. You're missing out on a blessing. Da, 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 da. Fam, if you are excited about having your kids, you would not be in my face right now. You know, I used to be afraid of, <laughs> so I used to have a fear of getting pregnant, but I had to face my fear. Why am I afraid of being pregnant? Because I know I'd be a great ass mom. So why, what am I scared of? So Do you I, have that answer? Oh, I would love to be a mom. No, do you have that answer about why you're Oh, why I was fair? Oh, yes, because I always thought I was going to be a teenage mom. The way I was living my life when I was reckless right. in 16-year-old Vaughn, when I didn't know what my future held, I, I was creating that rolling down the hill, but I rised above it. But that's what I'm saying. Like That was my biggest fear, pregnancy. <laughs> I will say, um, and we can talk about this because it's something that we actually want to talk about. Uh, you made a post that I thought was really, really. First of all, I, I'm oh, I was no, scared too exactly about it. Let me go ahead about. and and say that too. I was scared about it too for a little bit. Um, my fear came from um, being a black male. Like, first of all, I just I, I definitely want to do it the right way, and especially with my job and knowing the traveling that I'm going to have to do mm -hmm. and just the field that I'm in, I want to be able to give my kid everything. And mm -hmm. that's, I didn't want to be in a situation where I'm probably going to be in it anyway to where, but obviously you got to go do this game or you got to go travel here. I didn't want to be at such a young age to where I'm torn doing that. You know what I, I mean? That. So that's, that's kind of where, or why I don't have any as of yet. But um, you, the post that you made. Uh, I know exactly what post I, you're talking about. What's the post? How I'm gonna shock the world <laughs> if I uh, and when I post a pregnancy picture. Facts. That, yeah. That's so, motherfucking right. facts because right. nobody is going to ever see that coming. Nobody. It's like you gotta realize, like my DM is a war zone. Okay, <laughs> let's let's start there. My DMs are disgusting, and I don't entertain none of these oh, dudes man. that be in my shit. A couple of them get a response for me that I, I'm actually interested in, but you have to realize. I can't just date anybody. I can't just have a baby by anybody. Like, you got to be a lucky motherfucker. That's a lucky man. motherfucker to have my genetics, my DNA, to, to, to share a life with me, to put another human on this planet. You want to co-create with me? You want me to... It's, it's, that's how everybody should think. It's really unfortunate. It's sacred. Think that way. A lot of people have come to... And it is what it is. It's like, not. If I get pregnant, <laughs> no. Nope. I'm just like I don't know how you can go through life mm -mm. like that. And then it's unfair to the child. Yeah. Fuck that child. That's right? where this is you where bring them into any type of situation. Like it just it is what it is. No. Nope. You don't have not one job. You you have no goals. You're not doing anything in your life. You have a lot of things that are going wrong. But it is what it is. Like it's just you have no future plans. People don't think about. There's so much that comes with having a kid. Yeah, mm -hmm. you just it's if you're not ready, like think Facts. about all the things that come with it. It's not just mentally. I mean, it's, it's not just financially. It's internity. It's internity. It's like I tell people all the time. It's a forever. minimum. You first of all, you are both of y'all are right. But I always tell people, even if you want to strip it at the surface. It's a minimal commitment of 18 years. Yeah, yeah even if you want one. Good even if you want to strip it at the surface and do away with your kid at 18, which in our black communities, we should probably stop doing it. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. But 
but but that is something. And um, I actually told I actually told Bonnie this, and I I think it's funny. But I do my birthday post every now and again, right? And I always I always laugh and joke about my faithful few and the people that I have in my life. And the funny thing is. I did have a homie tell me straight up. He was just like, and this is why the love reading was so dope. Shout out to Lyric. Uh, because I got an opportunity to tell some of my truths, right? Like I said, I thought it was a real, it was a real. Which was beautiful. Yeah, I yeah. thought, I, first of all, thank you. I, I thought it was only because like, I went back and listened to it and I caught like versions of me. And I remember I was like, damn, bro, you sound crazy. But like, you was really proud of it. The part where I said that I only had sex five times in that one calendar year. Like I was proud of that shit. Like I was genuinely happy. Mm -hmm. And I had some, I had a friend tell me flat out. He was like, I was happy with the honesty, but he told me, he was like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. Some of the people that you post, like, and he stopped and he was like, nah, I ain't going to lie. I assume everybody that you post, like y'all got history. And I was like, <laughs> Damn, dog, everybody. Wow. I was like, that's what you think of me. That, that's what I turned into. Yes, you think of me. Like, damn, dog, that's oh, kind of crazy. I don't even want to know what people think about me. I know I don't. people don't have the best thoughts when it comes to me. And I, I'm just like, I haven't done anything. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people just create whatever they want to create about me because they don't know nothing about me. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you run with that, cool. I'm not clearing shit up because you ain't never took the time out of your day to even come address me or exactly. ask me nothing. Like, you didn't come get your clarity. So you can sit with whatever yeah, conclusion you came people to. People say I'm uh, unapproachable or offstanding. Off I'm like, bro, I don't really don't give a fuck what you think because y'all put me in that position to feel like this. Anybody who knows you would know that you're not standoffish, but I can see why people would be, like, hesitant to approach you. Oh, they are. Um, that's on them. <laughs> it's absolutely on them. I will say too, uh, in bringing that up about just what people think about you, I, I thought about your post when I made your birthday post because oh my God. it I always like happens in, in general. Picture. Nobody, huh? I, I look like a kid in that picture. You, you know what's funny? I did look back at the picture and I was like, we, we look, so we look young. young. Like oh, yeah. that's that was my takeaway. That's I was like, fuck. we look insanely young. <laughs> um. Good memories, obviously, from the two, videos. It's only been two years. Exactly. That's what's crazy. And it shows how much you can change in mm -hmm. two years. The funny thing was, when I seen... Nobody hit me up. I told you about it. I was like, nobody better not swipe up on this shit. But <laughs> um, nobody hit me about it. But you can always tell the spice, like, soon thereafter, in the days after. And I remembered your post. And I was just like... You got Y'all would really me. be... Because everybody... Like I said, everybody... I mean, I posted my COVID, my negative COVID test. Uh -huh. People thought it was a pregnancy test. So oh my God. I'm not the main character to be like, oh, everybody's waiting for me to have a kid. I'm not going to say that. But there are certain people that I know for a fact that oh, once yeah, it people, happens, they'll be they'll be attached. There's, you got to realize there's people who are so dedicated to learning somebody else's life. People are very interested in other people's lives because they can't even find an interest in their own life. So, Are you done dropping bars yet? This is very depressing to me. Ah, uh, I'm just telling the truth, girl. This, it's giving this miserable. is this is the shit I endure. Like this is what people do to me. Like I can only speak off based off experience. So this is why I say like I'm gonna break the internet. <laughs> Facts. Without a doubt. That's what. That's exactly why. Like I said, when I, when you say what you said, and I seen kind of the reactions that I got, I was like. The amount of people that would be sick if it was me and Vani and we posted it at the same time, the amount of people would be fucking, it, it doesn't even matter. Like, people are <laughs> people are honestly going to live in their own, or they're going to soil, they're going to soil, or toil rather, in their own uh, soil, I should have said. Yeah. But nevertheless, you, you talked about not necessarily caring about 
uh, what the outside world thinks. And we obviously now we can talk about it. Right. We talked about it a couple years ago and we just kind of laughed and talked about it. And obviously we it, it was a conversation point at some point. But you finally jumped out the window and did it recently. And I'm talking about OnlyFans. Oh, my and gosh. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to it. So what made you do it? Mm. <laughs> Honestly, what made you finally do it? I guess the pressure of amount of DM requests that I get for personalized requests. Like, mm-hmm. either way, I some, somebody asked me what's my fantasy. And I Good said, question. I said, I don't have a fantasy because I am the fantasy. That's a better answer. I <laughs> fulfill what people want to see. I have a, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. Like this is just me confidently thinking about myself. I know I have a body attributes that people like to see, but it's just me at the end of the day. Like I have a large base fan base on social media that loves me they they can't i got oh my god i don't even get into that but i got i just got dudes who just want to see me and my outside life things that i'm not gonna put on regular social media so sometimes i'm my only fan so and originally my only fans was gonna be my alter ego which is dominatrix me i feel like dominatrix vaughn is more of my masculine energy because I love telling people what to do. <laughs> you don't say. So what's that supposed to mean? We'll talk about it Boy, later. Boy, please. <laughs> no so, <comment>. right. <laughs> so no my thing is like, that is, so in the phase of life that I was in at the moment, I thought I was going to be creating like, like, well, I, I still planning to do this, but I thought I was going to be able to do at that time frame. Like, I was going to be doing, uh, like, whips and chains and shit. Like, no, like, it actually just turned out to be sweet and wholesome. So it turned out to be, like, my behind-the-scenes content at shoots and, like, uh, me dancing on webcam-style videos. And uh, it was just more of an aesthetic of me sexually, just still creative, artsy, in my own sexual way. And y'all just had to pay for it. And they still do. I got returning customers and I be doing sales and shit. But it's like people are entitled to once. Okay, like once you start getting like randoms who start uh, paying for your shit, those are the entitled motherfuckers that I can't stand. Because (laughs) I got dudes who ask me for sex tapes. Like I'm not the type and that's not what I'm offering. And you don't see that in my bio. My bio tells you what I offer. Behind the scenes content. Um, I just started doing... I did my first solo play video, and mm-hmm. that actually is what made me want to stop being an OnlyFans because once it, it, you just get constant pressure to do more that you don't want to do, which is a common thing in all things that we, that we right. all talk about. But it's like, I don't even have to do that. I, I, I put that out there just for y'all, since what y'all pay, this is you can have this for right now, but I took it down because that of me is on the internet. That still drains me physically i was just it's just i'm just constantly drained mentally i i can't keep up trying to cater to y'all so it's like okay i gotta take a step back and maneuver this a different way hmm. i still i'm gonna I'm still be on there but right now it's like a little break because i i don't I, I care but it's like they don't care about my mental health. So y'all, are, that's that's where the entitlement comes in. Y'all are just so entitled because y'all are paying for this. Okay, you're paying for my energy. My energy is valuable. You want to see this enough for me, but I need the energy to do it. So, that's, what, that's what I don't think a lot of people understand. They don't. Like, 
you can't zap me of my energy and expect mm-hmm. me to just give you whatever you they want whatever you, you love from me. They want you to jump and do it. I'm not, I'm not doing shit for you on your time. I got a I had a guy ask me for a sex tape and he wanted to pay me five thousand dollars or a thousand dollars and I said, but I'm worth five thousand dollars. <laughs> but I didn't say that. But I mentally said it. But it's like okay, so you want to cheap me that that's cheap because you could take that video and go put it somewhere else making more money off my shit than i charge like and once you become who you are too that so that's that's another reason why i didn't want to do OnlyFans because i'm more than OnlyFans. like i know what i'm able to do i know what god has in store for me i i'm just made for bigger shit Mm -hmm. Hmm. so i don't want that of me on the internet so i see like celebrities who have only fans like cardi b be posting behind the scenes content to her and megan at fucking wap behind the scenes right. sets it's like i could do shit like that when i'm up but right now this is just putting my toe in the water to see if it's cold or not you know right. what i mean like i i don't know it's been up and down but it's it's still good it's like i just I'm, i can't be consistent as i was the past three months i've made a i don't get me wrong i've made nice money off of it but not enough to the point where i want to keep up if i'm hit, okay. if i'm hitting 5k yeah i'm gonna do it but i'm not i thought what was interesting was you talked about the energy that that it that that kind of gets zapped from you and gets taken from you it's an um, energy vampire you know you ever heard of that I have. it is that's exactly so at okay so you did the solo play video you said then obviously the dms did what they did um was it the dms itself that just made you be like all right i don't think i want to do this anymore or was it the nature of the dm that was like it's, Y'all the, out here it's the nature of how i get spoken to that turns me off Cause like I'm still who I am, but they don't know that. Right. So that's another thing that comes into play. How they how they're viewing me. So it's like I'm not trying to be viewed in that light. So let me let me reevaluate what I'm actually doing. Cause it wasn't. I don't like being degraded. I don't like just demanding talk to me. Like I'm not doing none of that shit. Like fuck you. At the end of the day, like this, you came over here. I, you don't know me, so right. you don't get to disrespect me in Minecraft. But I did that. Just I don't even know why I fucking posted it. To be honest, I was <laughs> honestly I was just really horny that day. But <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, honestly, and I guess you also found out who else was horny that day. I sure did. But them niggas <laughs> is aggressive. They are aggressive. But I mean, like oh, I'm gonna be back on. But I'm just redo. I'm rebranding right now. That could rebrand. Rebrand. Yeah, we're rebranding some shit. And for anybody out there that doesn't know, like you can rebrand as many times as you need to. Like, I I personally think people need to rebrand as much oh, as they yeah, need absolutely. to. Absolutely, like, we're we're how... constantly evolving. You gotta if something changes, like you gotta change with it. Hmm. Or you change, but you know what I'm saying? No, I agree. I mean, you ain't never gonna get an argument out of me with that. <laughs> uh, this this last topic, I I don't even know whether to bring it up with you guys, but I mean, since it's on my list, I might as well talk about it. But, um. Hmm. I seen this. Uh, I don't know where it came from, but I seen something with with this particular person, and I don't know what she was doing. And like, I seen somebody in her in her comments somewhere giving her rhythm, and I don't know if she responded to it or not. But then she went to Twitter, and I don't think he follows her on Twitter. He she went to Twitter and was like, "I think I like ugly niggas." 
and my heart broke for him. <laughs> and I was just like, bro, like imagine a girl gives you some rhythm. And like, let's say that you just meet her in person and she gives you some rhythm. Like physical? And then you follow like, her. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. like, like you, she, you, let's, let's, let's say you guys exchange numbers. You meet her at, you meet her somewhere, you exchange numbers. Okay, I like her. I know nowadays that sounds weird. It's like, what's your Instagram? But mm-hmm. you exchange numbers, you go about your day. And then let's say that you do eventually get her social. And let's say that you're on Twitter and she doesn't tweet very much. And you find out six days ago when you met her, she tweets around that time. Aww. I think I like ugly niggas. What do you do? <laughs> like, what do you do from that point forward? Are you the ugly nigga? Like, did you win or did you lose just I mean, now? like, did you, as a grown-ass man, are you going to question her? Like, who's that tweet about? Fuck no. <laughs> I would just be like, I'm the ugly nigga, I guess. But why would you assume? If you, if, you don't, if you don't view yourself as ugly, why put a shoe on that don't fit? No, well, that, that goes without saying because... My obviously your confidence shouldn't really waver, but it's like why are you viewing me as ugly? That, like, that's what I think. That's what I think. I guess that's what's what I think ugly about me. What's ugly? What? I'm not what is, question what is ugly to you? That's hilarious. I'm never questioning. Oh, that. see, I question everything. It's like why well, I, <laughs> I don't care if you think that I don't care. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I don't care either. But it's like <laughs> why are you? If you why does it stress you out to even question? So what made you? What stemmed from you even questioning? Was that good about me? Like. Oh no! It wasn't about me. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general, in that, in that, right. in that uh, scenario, in that position. Yeah. Right. Not. Nah. Why aren't you questioning everything? You need to. That was I, hilarious. I encourage everybody to question everything. Period. Point blank. Because everything needs to be questioned. Hell yeah! I got questions. I need answers. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> I feel it. Trust me. Nobody's gonna argue again. No, especially me. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you. But I am ready to put a bow on this i know i've probably ended the either i've started a pod or i've ended a pod with 21 i don't care i'm gonna play it again bonnie thank you again for joining us on the pod y'all can follow me at j-o-i-x-o do it one more time for the people y'all can follow me at v as in victor j-o-i-x-o on the gram on twitter whatever you want it's all there gang and you guys know where you can find us if you guys want to find us on twitter it is at the odp cast once again on twitter it is at the odp cast on instagram it's odp cast and then on facebook and anywhere else any other platform it is the od podcast until next time gang i wouldn't trade it for the world